You're I just want to DJ Snake. <laughs> Don't forget to wear your headset, children, when you're working around loud machinery. Yeah. You'll get your ears damaged. Yep. Like mine are permanently damaged. You know they're damaged after, I don't even know, one and a half years, we have to click up the volume knob on Ike's headset. Yeah. That, yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I, I, I wear ear protection, but I think it just, I fucked Do you wear up. legit ear protection or oh, do you yeah. wear your um your weird headphone things? Oh, those don't even go in your ears. No, <laughs> those are not. <laughs> those are not ear protection. That's just music. Yeah, no. but I say that because some people say, "Oh, yeah, I've got earplugs," but they're just wearing like earbuds. Yeah, well, Connor's got a set of those. Um, he thinks he's thinks they're the cat's ass. They're uh, um, they're they're OSHA approved um, Bluetooth. Oh damn! Like noise canceling things. Yeah, but they're like they got the big rubber fucking yeah. thingies on them. Um, See, but those seem purpose built. I'm saying some right. people take like a pair of Apple AirPods. Yeah, that is not ear protection at all. Stick them in there. No. Yeah, look at that. Mm-mm. If I, I turn the volume up really loud on these, I can hear it. I bet like more ear damage happens from fucking people playing their earbuds too loud. Yeah, you know, than than like you know for just regular people than anything else. Yeah, because like the like a lot, especially the old school ones. Like um the over the ear ones, like yeah. the beats and shit, you could really crank those things. And that could fuck your ears up. I suppose that would be the point of the noise canceling ones is obviously then you only hear that so it doesn't have to be so loud. Because yeah. I I do that as I do that. I put in non noise canceling earbuds when I mow. Really? Yeah, so I have the track lawn tractor on. Plus, then I have to turn that up loud enough so I can hear what I'm listening to. You just got to get yourself. I've got, I've got headsets. It's like a full-on over-the-ear muff. Yeah, but it's Bluetooth. Yeah, and radio, yeah. and that's what I've got for work. Um, and I know they work pretty good because, um, like when I'm cutting brick, um, that's usually when I'm wearing them. Right now is when I'm running a saw, and uh, I got a pencil I put behind my ear, and you know, like if you put a pencil behind your ear, it'll push the ear mm-hmm. muff off a little bit. And so I'll notice when it'll do that. So it's a little bit louder, and I'll pull the pencil yeah. out, and it it drops the volume a lot. <laughs> so it's um, but yeah, I, I fucked my ears up so bad in the printing industry. Oh sure, dude, I found out this. So, 3M makes these earplugs, right? They're like one of the largest earplug manufacturers in the world, and uh, there was just a um a lawsuit filed against 3M because their earplugs were faulty. Really? Yeah, and so like millions and millions of pairs of earplugs were faulty and apparently they knew they were faulty oh. and they were giving them to like um i don't know that's who the was. shit they give away no they were selling them you know but there there's a specific industry and i don't know what it was i don't remember it from the article which industry it was um but like they're on the hook for like billions Damn. of dollars and so it's like what even happens to a company that gets sued for billions of dollars well, they have insurance, I'm sure. Right. But then also, I think 3M's such a large company, because I actually really like 3M stuff. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, I, w- I, I would imagine it would be a hit, but at the same time, between insurance and everything else, um, nothing. Pro- probably it would be the same thing that happened to Volkswagen when they did that. What happened to Volkswagen? That emissions thing? You don't... No. You don't no. Oh, fuck, man. So, Volkswagen, um, uh, I don't know, it's probably, oh, I'm going to guess, like five years ago. They um, they had been lying about their emissions on all their cars. 
Mm. So when they would come out of the factory, the cars have to meet a specific emission standard. And so when they would hook it up, um, there was a sensor that read the emissions that they were, they've, they've tweaked it. So, so they could bypass the emissions. It would pass emission tests. Oh. You know? So these cars were driving around like a lot of fucking cars, thousands and thousands and thousands of cars were driving around saying that they were passion, passing emissions tests. But then um, somebody figured it out that they weren't. And so, sure. they, so then they went back and, and, and Volkswagen knew they weren't. It was, they decided it was okay. So they, they were passing all these cars. So to everyone's standards or just California standards? No, it was, it was bigger than California. Um, it was, a, it was like, uh, this was in Europe, I think okay. too. And, uh, so there were these fucking like, um, huge, like giant waste, like not waste, these huge fields full of fucking cars, like Damn. thousands and thousands. <clears throat> all you saw was roofs of cars for like, I don't know, look like a square mile. And, uh, cause I couldn't pass them. Pass they had the recall oh. every car that came through and they had to give the person a new Volkswagen. It's Volkswagen. Whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> They had to give them a new Volkswagen. So what what part determines the emissions? The engine or like the exhaust? Well, there's a sensor that so like if you go to um in California anyway, when I was living there, when you go to most cars have like a place that you can plug their machine into. Yeah. And so there's that sensor that connects I'm assuming it's the exhaust, but it's connected to the exhaust. Yeah, it's connected to the exhaust. I didn't know what part reduces emissions. Like, does it have to be the engine, obviously, because that's what actually is making it? Or is there like there's a catalytic converter, yeah. there's all that shit. So you gotta like um you got like I think the catalytic converter I don't I don't know. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna spit some bullshit here for a second, but I think something to do with the catalytic converter, like the dip, what kind you put on or whatever, it reduces the exhaust, but it also reduces your horsepower and shit okay. like that. So like you gotta give up performance sure. to hit your exhaust standards. Um but I think it's like I think it makes it have better gas mileage. <laughs> But you, well, either way, they had to give. They had to give. Like Lacey had one. Lacey had one of those cars, and they gave. They, they had to give her a brand new car. Nice. Yeah. I don't. Th I think she sold it. But well, yeah, after that, I'd be like, yeah, "Fuck you guys! I don't want this." Yeah, but it's like, and then I don't know how many brand new cars they had to give out, but I can't like. There's so much money, man. Yeah. You know. So I. But I, I feel like that brand. Like, if you're not a, if you're not a loyalist to that brand, after like you know. The van days and then the fucking bug days. No one cares about Volkswagen. I think. I think. Yeah. Maybe right. they're bigger in Germany. I think they're bigger in Europe. And you're for in sure. Europe. Yeah. Just Europe in general. But, um, dude, I've had I've had two Volkswagens. Volkswagens. Volkswagen. I've had two Volkswagens. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and they were both fucking shit. I had a, I had a I had a Jetta. Mm. And the Jetta I had, um, it was a little four-door oh, yeah, Jetta. I forgot they made Jettas. Yeah. Jetta was a cool car. I bet Jettas peaked during uh, Fast and Furious. Really? Because that, that one guy had a Jetta. It was a Golf. Wasn't it like a Golf? Wasn't it like the a hatchback thing? Oh, maybe it was. I think See, it was I don't a even Golf. Know. That was a Golf. Um, maybe it was Jetta. I don't know. But uh, um, the Jetta I had, it's midnight blue, four-door. And it got really good gas mileage. And yeah. I was driving a long ways, so I was like, that was pretty cool. And it wasn't a bad little car for a while. And uh, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm sitting at the uh, the stop-and-go light eh? <laughs> on 33 and um, 
in the old 12 out there. Oh, yeah. And uh, sitting there. And all of a sudden, I just hit the gas, and there was, like, nothing. Nothing. It's like, what the fuck? And there's nothing. It's like, it's just gone. And so I'm trying to figure out what's going on, and my car's not moving, obviously. So I had to get out and push it. And I just pushed it, give it enough roll to get down into the Aldi parking lot to the right. And uh, I don't I think this before, maybe it's before Aldi was even there. Um, and the timing chain broke. Mm. So these Jettas are known for this. Like every, you get around a certain mile, it's like 125,000 miles. Change the time, time belt. You have to change. It's a timing chain, not mm-hmm. a belt. And if you don't change it and it breaks, the um, the valve slam into the valve covers and it wrecks your engine. Oh, yeah. So it's catastrophic. It's catastrophic. And so I got it towed down to the pit stop, and they're like, yeah, your car's fucked. Damn. Like, really? And they're like, yep. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, but, like, it's got a good transmission, so maybe you could sell the transmission, and you can pay for the tow bill. <laughs> and I'm Jesus. like, Jesus, sweet. So some dude came down, and he had the same car as me. Yeah. And uh, he he looked at it and he's like he's like oh yeah I'll buy your transmission he's like I gave you four hundred dollars I'm like oh so I get a hundred dollars over my tow bill damn right I'm in so, so he took the car oh, he just left it there yeah and I got a hundred bucks but it was like <laughs> I had to replace my car I had a hundred dollars yeah it's like that was kind of rough and then we bought that Beetle in California yeah transmission same fucking thing mm. bro that car was like fucked. Everything in that car was fucked, though. A convertible Volkswagen Beetle, don't ever buy one, ever. Not the old school ones, the new ones. If you listen to this and you think, oh, what a cute car, don't fucking buy it. Unless you're the person who bought your Ike's car. <laughs> yeah, don't fucking buy it. No, yeah, don't, yeah, I'm sorry. No, actually, you know what? We fixed everything. Yeah, you said it was running great. Yeah, you she talked, still yeah. drives it, man. We fixed everything on that fucking thing. The fucking windows and the suspension and the transmission and fucking everything. Just a- checklist headlights yeah it takes like a rocket scientist to change the headlights in that son of a bitch it's so dumb you gotta yeah. open the hood you gotta peel like all this shit out yeah, of the engine dumb. compartment to change a fucking light bulb yeah oh it's frustrating. I, on a positive note i think a lot of things are going to led so hopefully it'll last longer well yeah they'll last longer or you'll have to instead of just replace you can't replace a bulb then you have to replace a whole fucking unit yeah dude i, ch- I changed uh i put new mirrors on my um one ton Chevy, mm. and because it, it didn't have like t- wider ones, yeah, it didn't have or taller tall mirrors, ones? yeah, both. Okay, and um, I was surprised because it's a one ton Chevy work truck. It didn't yeah. have tow mirrors on it. it; had just like those little like yeah, you know, the factory t- little factory little fucking mirrors. Um, it did have like the little circle. I, so I <laughs> like the the little circles. Well, the little circles are great for regular cars. Yeah, you know, but for tow, oh mirror, yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah, you need something that's bigger. Yeah. So this is the like like the two piece tow mirror. Yep. Um, and it's got like uh, so I, I I ordered from eBay. The first thing I did was fucked up was that I thought like um you had to buy a left and a right. They're individually priced on eBay, and they're like hundred fifty bucks a piece. And I was like that's kind of spendy, but they had like it's a big new mirror and it had like uh it was the motorized mirror, so it came with all mm. the wiring harness. It had blinkers in them and shit. So I was like, all right. So I ordered it. They showed up in the mail. I got two full sets. Oh. So now I got to return it. I don't even know how to return something from eBay. Yeah, because it's not. Pre- that's just like a person to person. Right. So I've got I've got two sets. Oh, sell it yourself. I'm gonna no, figure it out. 
Um, Save it for when your young kid takes a mirror off. He's <laughs> a young sh- worker. Don't fucking, don't say that. No. Um, but anyway, so I, I, I had to put them on. And uh, my truck was going in for some work. I'm like, oh, I'll just fucking send the box with the guys and have them do it. But I was like, fuck that. I can do this. Yeah. It's like, I can. I, I, I got, got it. I got, I got it. a little more time on my hands these days. So it's like, all right, cool. So last Saturday, I went outside and just started fucking. I watched a YouTube video. Yeah. Just popped the fucking doors off and shit and popped the mirror. It was easy, man. Damn. Where yeah. did you go? I tell you. It, it ain't you- that hard. I used to do that shit all the time. Yeah. But then I just got too busy. <clears throat> I think it depends. Like, maybe on that work truck, yeah, you're not too worried. If you fuck something up, oops. But like, <laughs> you wouldn't do it on the Tundra. I might. Would you? Yeah, oh. I might. The only, the only things I don't fuck around with too much is, like, uh, like the, the radios. Oh, like, sure. You know, like, I, like, I'll change speakers out and doors and stuff. That's fine. But I don't want to put in, like, the deck and, like, installing an amp and shit. Yeah. That's that's a little little above my pay grade, mm. and and I not that I don't think I could do it. It's like when you do something like that, you want it to look nice, right? You know, you don't want like some wires hanging out and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like my stepson Justin. He was like him and I. He bought some new Rockford Fosgate punch speakers, and uh, so we spent an evening in this parking lot uh, where Drew lives, putting the speakers in his doors. Mm. And um, and his old doesn't he have like an old school caddy? No, no, no. That's his grandpa's. Okay. No. Um, he's got a, a Chevy Cruze. Okay. I think he's got a Chevy Cruze. Um, and, it, like, it just had, like, those old foam, like, really yeah. basic speakers. So he got the Fosgate 6-inch, six 6.5s, six and, and it had, like, a mid and a tweeter in the speaker. So the mm-hmm. magnet on those is super fucking heavy, right? And I said, I said, I'll be surprised if your deck actually has enough juice to really right. make these things do what they can do. And, and it, and I was right. Like he said, they're actually not as loud as the, as the yeah. stock ones. Cause there's not enough amp. Push. Right. So there's, there's not enough juice. Um, I'm like, but they sound amazing. Like the, the, the actual sound that comes out of them is super clear and crisp, but he was, he was a little disappointed. Yeah, of course. Cause he's like, he's like, Oh, I just really thought it was going to be louder. I'm like, well, look at the Like if you looked at the size of the magnet, yeah, on these new speakers compared to the old speaker, this thing's like three times the size of the of the you know the old one. So, yeah, it's always disappointing when you get into a project and you think all you need is this, and then you're like, oh wait, right? There's a chain effect here. Yeah. I actually need this, this, and this. Right. Well, yeah, and it's it's um because it's just a factory deck. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So he's like, well, he's like, I want to I want to get a sub now. I'm like, okay, cool, and he's like. He's like, so I need an amp. I'm like, yeah, you need an amp anyway, but like, like if you want to really push your system loud, you need an amp. And he's like, okay. And he's like, can you do that? I'm like, I can, but I don't think you want me to. And he's just like, wow, you could do it. It's no big deal. I'm like, kind of like, <laughs> you know, I like, I, I think it's probably like maybe you want a professional to do it because you got to like either you got to like run it through your headliner right. and shit and all that, and it's just like. You just want to, I just want it to look good. Yeah. You know, I would feel bad. Like every time I get into his car or I the headliner sagging now. Yeah. I just, yeah. I do. I would just feel bad. Yeah. Once you get into like pulling plastics off to try and run wires, it just gets to be like, I don't know. Yeah. Like in my old school, like my old Toyota pickup, I did it all day. Sure. It was no big deal. Sure. It would be, there'd be wires running under my feet up behind yeah. the gas pedal. I yep. didn't give a shit. <laughs> it's just like, What's that? 
six gauge wire running behind your seat. It's like, why didn't you put it underneath the floor mat? Why would I? Because <laughs> now I can see it. Yeah, it's cool. It's my looking. foot warmer. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of foot warmer, you want to hear something crazy? I'm going to tell you something personal about me. Oh, great. You want to you hear it? I do. Okay, you're so. Gonna, you're not only going to tell me, you're going to tell two other people. No, nobody's. No, I'm just, it's just you and me here, man. Um, So, like, uh, in, like when I was younger, um, in football and stuff like that, I smashed my toenails a lot. Okay. You know, and they got, as I've gotten older, my big toenails, they, they used to get, like, ingrown toenails. Mm, mm-hmm. And I was terrible about it. I never went to see a doctor. I just, like caught them out you know and it's like my big toenails got like thick you know it's not a pretty thing yeah you know but it, it's like i know i'm not the only person that happens to it's like it's pretty fucking you know, if they sell shit on tv about right. it all the time but it's like most all my toenails are fine except for my big toes they get they're just they get thick and like um i was like well fuck it they bother me you know they're just it's like it's, i don't like looking at them and it's like they're just it's just not a pretty thing so I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, I had like a little file, you know, just trying to file my toenail a little bit, and, uh, and I was like, there's got to be a better way. And I remember this movie called The World's Fastest Indian, and uh, in the movie is Anthony Hopkins, right? And he goes on a date for like the first time in fucking the century <laughs> or some shit, and he's a motorcycle guy, and he lives in a fucking shop. He sleeps on a cot in a shop, right? So he's just like, he's not refined. So he fucking pulls out an angle grinder and he starts grinding his fucking nasty toenails down. And they're like long past yeah. the end of his toes and shit. So he starts grinding them down. I'm like, I bet you they sell something like that, like for manicurists to like, like a power file, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like a Dremel tool. Yeah. I was like, fuck a Dremel tool. So I'm looking online and they got these fucking like Dremel tool looking things <laughs> with this file. That you can use to like just file down your toenails, and I was like, "That's fucking badass!" So I bought one, and it showed up, in a, in a, and I was so excited. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna use that!" So I got, I got it, and I was like, "Rear!" <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's it's great, bro. It's great. It's like I was Damn. so happy. I was so happy. I was just like, like it's more comfortable now. Like I, I don't feel as bad well, about walking awesome. around with sandals on and shit. It's just like fucking Dremel. Yeah, Nail it's like, tool. dude, there's like five different, there's like one that looks like a, um, like a cutting disc. I'm like, I don't know what you do with that, but I'm staying away from that <laughs> one, man. It's like, fuck that shit. But Damn. Yeah, it's kind of neat. You got to have some thick fucking toenails. Dude, they were, they're not, they were kind of thick. They look, it looks normal and nice yeah. now. Yeah, it's just normal. It's cool, man. You I didn't got, chop mm-hmm. off the tip of your toe. No, no, it's all good. Just normal toenails. Now. I thought you were just gonna say, "Oh, I went and got a pedicure or something." No, uh-uh. dude, I was, I was so. I You're thought like, about no one's that. fucking touching my feet. Mm, no, They're I thought look about at it. it. And run. Yeah, I mean, so here's the thing. Like, I'm gonna say it. I see some people walking around with sandals on. Some fucking scary looking feet, man. Yeah. I've seen some scary looking toenails, like. Giant yellow, raggedy yeah. looking, scary like like Wolfman shit, and it's like they're just like, "What's up?" And they walk around. So it's like, I I know I don't have the ugliest toenails on the planet. <laughs> I know that, but still, I was super self conscious about my toenails, and it's just just two toenails. But still, it's like, yeah, I always say like feet are like the ugliest thing or whatever. Yeah, you know. And so it's just like, I don't know. I was, Some people have like a foot fetish though. Yeah, well, what's with that? Probably not with some big old toenails. No. No, there's dudes out there. There's, like, websites dedicated to foot fetishes. It's a fucking foot. I know. Do people pay 
women to send them their dirty socks. That's disgusting. It's fucking crazy. There's like these. There's like these women. They like uh, walk around. And like people will pay them like fifty bucks, hundred bucks for a pair of dirty socks. Not shitting you. It's fucking weird, man. Hmm. Like there's this chick that sells her farts in jars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. You ever heard of that? No. Yeah. There's this chick that farts in a jar. She seals it, uh, and then she sends it to people, and they they buy it. Farts in the jar. I'm not lying. Look it up. People, I mean, have too much money. <laughs> I think these are just, like, super creepy dudes. Like. Yeah, they got some weird shit happening. Yeah. Like, super creepy dudes. Like, those people that are spending, like, Huge money on subscriptions to like OnlyFans accounts and stuff. Yeah. It's like God, man. Like get a, you gotta have a hobby more than that. Is okay because I, I don't know. Is OnlyFans like primarily women, women and porn stuff, or like nudie stuff? Yeah, okay. I don't. I don't know how much actual porn it is. Like, but I know it's like a lot of nudie stuff. But was it always supposed to be that? I thought it it showed up as like mm, basically the equivalent of um, what do people? It starts with a P. Patreon. You know what Patreon is? I've heard of it. It's like when you know if you have a YouTube, but people want to access like premium account stuff. So like if if I have a YouTube channel and I upload one or two videos a week, like I'll up- upload exclusive stuff to Patreon so people can pay me oh. for the exclusive content. Okay. But no association, obviously, with, like, nudie stuff or anything like that. Yeah. But I feel like every time I've heard OnlyFans lately, it's always been about, like, you know, showing yourself. Yeah. So, as far as I know, OnlyFans has always been, like, a peep show. Okay. You know, and it's just, like, and and the, these people have a channel, and they're like, hey, guys, you know, today yeah. we're, like, people fucking, like, vacuum their floors and lingerie and shit like that and they do stuff and then and then i think it just got deeper in the weeds and there's probably some some form of pornography but i don't know if it's like multiple people or if it's just like a peep show it's like one person yeah you know but as far as i know that there's so many it's just weird because there's so many websites that someone could do that you can interact with them though you kind of yeah but i'm pretty sure you can on those other websites oh really like you just watch someone live or something like that it's weird yeah like from what yeah okay i didn't know that like i from what i understood about only fans like they talk to each other Uh, like like some some make you be like yo you should do that or sure whatever and and then they'd like oh hey hey kyle thanks for logging in if i logged in i certainly wouldn't be using my (laughs) real name (laughs) right you know someone stole your name to log in yeah yeah one of our that's one of our riddles at the campo right only fans? No. No, 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 no. The the what's unique to you or what do you, what is something that your name? You sh- share with somebody else or you share with multiple people but it's only yours or some weird thing like that, I remember? Mm. And it's your name. That wasn't this on this That wasn't year's. this year, but that's been a while oh, before. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't remember it, but I don't remember it. any of the riddles from before. Cuz you don't write them. I know you do. You No, riddle, Eli's do. been doing it lately yeah, for okay. me. Like the last two years, like Eli, yo, I need riddles. It's riddle man. Hey, he's got to, he's got to do something. I know. Can't Provide just show up input. and eat and be on the podcast and chill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to put in some work. No, it's uh, um, dude, there's just like so much cool shit coming up this fall. I'm excited about. Well, like what? 
Well, A. Football. Boys and Girls Club. Guys groups coming up. Oh, yeah, we'll start that up. Yeah, we'll start that up in November, October, November. And then football. Pumped about football. I'm really trying to keep my fucking head on straight, though, and just, like, be in the moment. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, yeah, it's just, for me right now, um, summer's, like, cranking and things are so busy. Mm -hmm. It's like, sometimes it's just, like, I just want a minute. Yeah, you know? I know, I feel you. And and so it's like, uh, uh, I know you do. I know you do because you're just as busy. And and so it's just like, but at the same time, it's like, no, 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 I can't think like that, right? It's like, I got to I gotta just, like, enjoy the fucking moment, you know? And so i just really been trying the last couple of weeks. Um, I had, like, a stressful month last month. And so people would, like, come up to me like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, oh, you know, hanging in there. And then... That person was like, <clears throat> like it would it would decrease their L, their their yeah. levels, you know, and so um, so then the conversation is kind of like all this. It starts out on like a like a low note, and it's and it's like and I, I was I was like thinking about it. it's like ah, I don't want to do that. Like I don't want to bring that energy where I go. You mm. know, it's like because mm-hmm. I'm usually a pretty high energy guy. I'm in a positive mat- attitude and everything, and so um, you know, Bill Harris, yeah, he's got this model called Best Day Ever, and so um. Another buddy of mine, uh, Jerry, you know, he's got a model. His his like never better. It's like, how you doing? Never better, you know. And so, I started changing it like two weeks ago when someone was like, "How's it going?" I'm like, best day ever. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yeah, man, fucking best day ever. That's my new motto. It's best day ever. Every single day, it's best day ever. And they're like, they just smile. Yeah, you know, I'm like I like that. That's great. You know, good for you. And it's like it's not my best day ever, but at the same time, it's like every single day has to be your best day ever. Right, because if this it's, is really interesting, it's it's like it, it makes me feel so much better. Like I feel like a hundred times better. I'm glad. So yeah. I am gonna say, I don't know when we have fifty something episodes up. One of our trusted listeners could probably find this. We've had this conversation. I th- I'm pretty sure on here about being genuine, and if because you mentioned your friend who always said never better. Yeah. And you're like, and I think you said you appreciated it, but it's not. So oh. You knew it wasn't. Well. But mindsets change. Yeah. Well. Situations change. Yeah. And no. now maybe you've got some new clarity on. Well, it's, it's, um, for me right now, and, and it, and it may just be something temporary for me because, yeah. because, uh, like <clears throat> I need to, uh. I want to just, I want to focus on everything that's good. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. In your situation right now, where you're at right yeah. now, maybe it's just what you need. Yeah. Well, and so, if it's making you happy, then it's well, making here's, you happy. Here's the thing though. I will say this, like, like if, uh, if you came over and sat down in my backyard and we're, yeah, and we're hanging out, I wouldn't tell you best day ever. You know, I wouldn't say that. Like, I would tell you what's going on with me, you know, but it's like, if I'm just, if I'm at a client's house or, yeah. or if I'm like, see someone on the street. You know, and they're like, how's it going? You know, it's like, I, that's where I bring that sure, energy to for it. For sure. You know, because it's like, I, I'm i not, like, I'm usually pretty much an open book with anybody. And it's like, even if it's just my clients or whatever, you know, and it's just like, but I, I don't, I can't, I can't be carrying that energy all day. You know, so it's just like, um, when I see somebody, it's just like, best day ever. Yeah, you know? for sure. And and it's, uh, it's, it's super helpful. But I, I know what you're saying, because it is, there's like, there's times where it's just like maybe maybe it's not best day ever and that's okay. Yeah, but if it, yeah. like I, I like the point of it doesn't bring the conversation down. Yeah, well, it, and it's like, and 
for me, what I recognize, and I'm, I'm sure I just said this, I'm going to say it again, is like the the um, energy between you and the person you're talking to, between me and the person I'm talking to, is like uh, it elevates. For sure. You know, and, and that's huge because whenever I s- see somebody and we're talking and I see him on the street and it's just hanging out and we're like, it's a quick little, you know, how's it going? Um, and, and they're like, man, I'm fucking having just the most fucking terrible day or whatever. When I lead that conversation, I'm carrying like, I don't like, not like the weight of like the emotion of it, but it's like, if it's a different feeling, you yep. know, and then you got to like, you got to snap out of that and go on to the next. Um, and I, I really would never want to do that to people. And it's like, there's some ego in that saying like, you, I got the power to change someone else's emotional state. But it's like, if you care about somebody, then then you're going to pick up on a little bit of that. Yeah. You know? I like it. Yeah. I like it. It's helpful. It's helpful, bro. Helps me get through my day sometimes. That's where it's all just matters. Like, you know? Sleep at night. <laughs> yeah, you do. Good. That's about what you do. What's that? That's what you do right now. What? Do you just sleep at night? Yeah. That's, that's work and sleep at night. Yeah. Work and sleep at night. I'm telling you, I should have called you instead of woke my wife up last night then. <laughs> Yo, what are you doing right now? You want to come take this? Best day ever. (laughs) Yes, sir. I know it's 1230. You want to come over and uh, get drenched? Then I'll pour you a drink. No, I'd I'd have done it with you. I just showed up. It was so windy, dude. I was just nervous that if I unhooked one end, I was going to get smacked in the face by a metal fucking ring. I was thinking that when you were telling me you were doing it in the wind, I was like, man, if you let go and you you slips out of your hand, fucking whips over, hits Sam. Bam. (laughs) That would suck. Yeah. So, so some backstory. I we have a sun shade over our deck, and I put it back up yesterday because it was so hot. And I got all these flash flood warnings, but I didn't put two and two together that it was going to fucking storm. So I got woken up at twelve thirty to my sun sail just whipping, and I thought I was going to pull from the house, so I had to wake Sam up, and we went out in the pouring rain to unhook the thing. Yep, it was it was legit storm, dude. It was heavy. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. No wonder they said flash flood warnings. It was crazy. Well, it was probably like 10.30. 10.30 last night. I was sitting in the living room, and uh, I was watching a show. Just about ready to go to bed. And, um, and it was like super chill outside. Yeah. And next thing you know, I heard this. It's like, what the fuck? I looked out, and the trees are like whipping all over the place, and the rain's going sideways in the street. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. It was instant bad. And then all this is this hammering hard, hard, hard rain. Just like there was like down by the coffee bean, there's like a foot of water in yeah. the street. It came quick. And yeah. I, we had spent the day. So we went to bed super early last night, like 930 maybe. Um, I was out 10 at the latest. and But we were at my parents' house all day swimming in their pool because it was so fucking hot. And it was my mom's birthday yesterday and my sister's birthday, or Friday, and my sister's birthday's Tuesday. And uh, so we went over to celebrate. And so we had a super long day, but it was just like, okay. But it was gorgeous out the yeah, whole day. Beautiful. It was hot. I was like, oh, yeah. So it was just get get home, get the boys to bed, and crash. Yeah. Thinking like storm. It's amazing what, like, being in the heat all day like that will take out of you. Yeah, dude. It just beats you. Yeah, it really does. It really does. Yeah. So, <laughs> And I was that guy. You know what I did before we got there? So I text my mom in the morning. So I was trying to plan the day. So I text my Kate, hey, what kind of cake 
did you get Leah? She goes, oh, a Dairy Queen ice cream cake. I'm like, okay. So I go online, and I'm looking up nutritional facts at Dairy Queen ice oh, cream cake. Yeah. I'm like, hey, what are we having for dinner? She goes, pizza. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so instantly I knew, like, okay, between one piece of cake and two or three slices of pizza, my day's fucking toast for calories. Yep. So you, you've been watching. Are you putting it into a I am. Counter? I'm using my fitness pal, yeah. Okay. How's that feeling? Is it working good? Like, Yeah, it's good to know. It's help, helpful? Yeah, I... The problem is, like, you, I don't, I've punched in on all the apps and stuff, like, your resting metabolic rate, just to try and get your maintenance calories, and then mm-hmm. I wanted to subtract from there. So, I subtracted what I thought was a significant number, like, 500 calories, which is what, kind of, like, the maximum to lose, like, two pounds a week or something like that is. Okay. And, uh, and I don't, I think my, my maintenance calories were less than all these apps said. Yeah, the apps, I... So I've got this, I got the Fitbit thing, right? And uh, when I'm looking at like my step counts and shit, it's like, it's telling me like, I'm like off the fucking charts with all this yeah. calories burning step counts and shit. It's like, I don't know if I trust that. You well, know, there's so like, much. Yeah. And how, how, where do they, how do they know how many calories I burn? I feel like your watch would be more accurate than an app because your watch will be able to monitor your heart rate and stuff. Well, that's what it does. Yeah. You know, it's going, it's the information coming from my watch. Because sometimes my watch will say, my watch will be like, oh, you did 8,000 steps today. You burned, you know, 400 calories on your steps. But then I go into my fitness panel and says, oh, you did 8,000 steps, 32 calories. 32? <laughs> yeah, Dude. it's like way, it's way off. Doug, my fucking thing. So I don't know how many calories you actually burn, like, stepping. Well, that's the whole thing. That's, this, according to this, this blows me away, right? It's like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Let me pull my steps up. So, um, so Friday, 21,000 steps. Okay. So according to this, 21, no, that's where, there we go. It's 4,630 calories. Yeah. It's like, how, I don't know how you can burn. Is it, do you really burn that many calories? I don't know. I'll just look up average calories per thousand steps. See, and, and I think this is so unique to the individual that that's the problem. Like, I don't know. A typical 160-pound person of average height will burn roughly 40 calories per 1,000 steps. 40, 40 calories per 1,000 steps. According to this one. So thing. what's 21,000 divided by 40? Times 40. Or times 40. No, not. it'd be 21 times 40. Yeah. So what's that? 800 and... 8,000. 840. Yeah. So, like. Right, uh, white. Right. Am this, I right in that? Yeah. Oh, boom. Math. Yes. <laughs> why does why does it say 4,630 <laughs> calories? It's like, like. Well, maybe it's moderate because you're not just stepping. You're lifting stuff. Maybe right. it's taking, like, your heart rate into account. Well, it does manage. It does, like, watch my heart rate and shit. The, the most fucking disappointing thing in this whole app. Is it's like the sleep tracker? Oh yeah, <laughs> my sleep score sucks. It's so bad. I hate like, like my my it'll give me my sleep scores, and this week was like one of the worst weeks ever, and it's like uh, every night of the week was like five hours, four hours, yeah, five hours. Yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible this week. So it's like, that's something I'm disappointed with on the Apple Watches. The sleep. Uh, 
monitoring stuff. Like, it doesn't tell me anything of value. What? Well, it, w- like, what? Like, what are you looking for it to tell you? I don't know, but it doesn't say much. It just has a big fucking graph, and it tells you like what part of your sleep was supposedly deep. Oh, see, I've got, I've got awake, light, deep, and REM sleep. Yeah, and it tells me how long I was in each one, and it tells me like how long I was asleep. But there's times like I'll go to bed at. 10.30, and it, it won't, like, mark my sleep start until midnight. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh. See, and there's times where, like, I look at this, and it's like, I'm I'm in bed, but I'm not sleeping, and it thinks I'm in a sleeping. Really? And I don't know if it's just because my arm doesn't move. Your heart rate? And my heart rate is so low or something. I don't know. Probably, like, your resting heart rate plus lack of movement. Yeah. Yeah. Although it has said that my heart rate's gotten really low when I sleep, which is a little concerning. So, uh, like 50 beats a minute. 50? That's what it says. That's pretty low. I know. That's, that's a low resting heart rate. That's what I thought, man. <laughs> like, uh, is this thing accurate? I don't know. Like, mine's like 57. That's like, like mine doesn't stay at 50. Like, I can see it bumping up and down. You got AFib, bro. You got to get that shit figured out. No, I don't. AFib's like irregular. Yeah, you're just bumping up and down. That's like in my sleep cycle. Like, oh, he's thinking about something right now because his heart rate's at 95. Your heart rate goes to 95 during sleep? It has. Holy shit. Mine's always, like, below, below like, 60 or 70 when I sleep. There's, like, a, um, there's a, it shows my graph, and it's, like, the, there's, like, low heart rate zone and high heart rate zone. Yeah. And it's, like, when you sleep, the, the less interruptions of your heart rate zone, the better your sleep is. Huh. What is, what, I want to know, like, I'm going to. You're fucking, I want to know what happens when you're sleeping. Where's my heart rate? Last night, my minimum was 52. My high was 78. 52, 7, last night, 52 and 78? Mm-hmm. Okay, I got it. Although the 78 was about the time I was trying to take down a wind sail. <laughs> oh, that, well, that's, that's <laughs> legit. Okay. See, the, oh, this is my, actually, this is my oxygen variation at night. This isn't my heart rate. My blood ox saturation fluctuates. Let's just talk all this health data. Anyone cares? Yeah, do you guys want to know what my blood ox is? <laughs> <laughs> this is such an interesting conversation. I So there's a point. I used to have a, a regular Fitbit before I had this fancy Fitbit. Um, and it would tell me my heart rate and all this shit. And after a while, I was like, what do I need all this information for? Mm-hmm. You know, it was like if I was concerned about my health and I needed to track it, like, if I was, like, maybe I do have AFib or something, then I would, like, that would be important information. But otherwise, is it just shit to, like, fill up my brain that I don't have room for extra shit anyway? You know? Like, there's just, that's the whole, the age of information, I think, is one of the things that makes us more dumb. Because there's so much fucking information out there that when mm. we try to soak it all up. But then, like, you know. Yeah, I don't av- I don't ever look at my heart rate on my watch. Other than when I'm working out. Okay. That's the only time. But but your but the data from your heart rate goes into your sleep yeah, thing and all that. Right? You know, it goes into everything. You know, it's like and, and I'm sure on some level being able to do this is like cool. You know, you can Yeah, but I I'll be honest, I don't normally look at the data either. No. I think I did. Every once in a while I will just out of boredom, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
maybe so um dylan was at camp the last oh week. yeah yeah so he he does a fucking right turn not really we'll get there um so he got invited to be a helper at this camp called camp woodbrook but by richland center and i guess like all these crunchy granolas from madison with some money um uh Bought this big piece of land and started doing this camp. Oh, by the way, another little side tangent. I fucking ran into Barry Alvarez walking through downtown Barry Blue yes, oh, no yesterday. Shit. I was I was walking my no two nights ago. Two nights ago, I'm walking a dog, and and I'm walking down off the square, walking past the um the Green Vine and shit, cruising along. And all of a sudden, these two people come out of the downtowner, and it's like those folks ain't from around here. Like he's wearing like uh. That almost like off white khaki shorts, yeah. And you could tell by the way his his clothes moved that they were expensive, like they're nice clothes, right? And his his wife was like, I'm assuming his wife, she's wearing like like a um one of those puffy like uh, flowy shirts, you know, and all that shit. And then he was kind of walking, and I looked at his hand, and he had these massive fucking rings on his hand, and he's still like a half a block away. And I'm like, that's interesting. Like they seem a little out of place coming out of the downtowner, mm-hmm. you know. Like, if they were coming out of Driftless Glen, it makes sense. They're coming out of the downtowner, the DT, you know. They fucking put American cheese on their burgers still, and that's it. So, um, I'm, like, walking with Prim, and I'm walking faster than they are. So, I'm, like, coming up on closer, I'm, and they're kind of walking in the middle of the sidewalk. You know people do yeah, that? Yeah, they own it. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like, you don't got to walk on a whole sidewalk. Like, it's a big sidewalk. So, you know, I'm like, I'm waiting for my moment to pass. You know, you got to like wait till you get around the light pole, the garbage can, so you can get some room. And I'm holding on the prim because she's an asshole with people because mm. I'm like, she gets barks at people. So, as I'm just as I'm cresting that the, the shoulder, I'm like, motherfucker, that's Barry Alvarez. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. You know, and it's like, so I'm like, even folks, how are you guys doing tonight? And they're like, oh, we're doing good. I'm like, all right, cool. Have a good night. You know, and I kept there walking. And uh, and I, I turned the corner and I'm texting Bill. Won't fucking believe who I just saw downtown Baraboo. So that was kind of cool. You um, just played it off cool. I do. You like stop and look like sup, Alby. I so I was telling Connor about that. Like I've always been like that, and I don't know why it is, but like I don't want to bother somebody. Yeah, you know, it's like I I remember when I was I was just out of high school. Um, I was working at this. Uh, this um, it's called a Goose Down Outlet, where we sold comforters and shit. Um, we made pillows and sure. high-end sheets, and it was in right out uh, in Polson, Montana, Flathead Lakes, right by Glacier. A lot of a lot of rich people live out there in that area, of Montana. And so, um, I was working one day, and uh, Emilio Estevez and his wife came into the shop, and this is like a little shop, and I was a salesman on the floor, and um, and so I'm just I was doing my thing. And I turn around, and Emilio Estevez walks in, and like all these people start like going up to him mm. and talking to him, trying to get pictures with him and autographs, and and it just made this huge impression on me. Like, fuck the dudes just on on vacation, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just like that's kind of really suck that people just always are hounding you, you know? Like you can't fucking go anywhere and do anything. And so like I kind of just like I just played it cool, and so I just like you know. Um, he walked up and he was walking around and did what I normally do with anybody else. I walked up to him like, Hey, if you guys need anything, let me know. You know, we got a sale going on over here and he bought a bunch of shit, you know, and I helped him out and stuff. And, and it was like, but I never once like acknowledged yeah. 
And I don't know if that's a douchey move or if it's not, but it's like that's just I just feel like it's it's better. I don't know why. Just in as you're leaving, like it was really awesome to serve you. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Something maybe something like that. And I said, or I said, thank you, Mister Estevez. Something like yeah. something like that. But it was just like, yeah. So when I saw Alvy walking down the street, I was just like, I wanted to say something to him. Yeah. And it's like you know, be friendly. Like the I wanted to think like, hey, those people in Baraboo are nice folks. You know. Something like that. Evening, folks. <laughs> I did. I was like, "Evening, folks." Yeah, he's an old timer. Yeah, he's an old timer. Sure. School. I was like, "I was like, what's up, bro?" Well, you hear <laughs> stories of like celebrities who are like, "Okay, we call a restaurant ahead of time. Like, we do not want to be acknowledged as anything special, you know, to like the servers. Yeah, we don't want them to fucking call us whatever. Yeah, well, maybe <laughs> Estevez party of four. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. Brad Pitt, <laughs> whoever it is, is coming yeah. in. Well, I guess even when we were at uh, that conference, I was kind of telling you, there's a couple, you know, big name people there, and they just get swarmed by people. Yeah. And they're just trying to fucking leave. And uh, I forgot who the football player was. Shit. There's some professional football player there, and uh, he got some award because he was a past club member, and... He hung out for a while, but people are just, it was nonstop. And uh, I had to go to the bathroom. And so I was walking to the bathroom, and he happens to be in front of me, but trying to leave. And people are still, like, following him as he's walking out. And he's got a bodyguard there. I'm like, all right, man, we got to leave. We got to go. And he's like, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And uh, I was going to, the, I was, I, like, passed him. And his bodyguard was looking at me. I'm like, I'm not going to ask. Don't worry. And I just kept yeah. going. It was like, yeah, wave. Hey, man. Yeah, that's it. That's the thing. I get it. You got to leave. You've been dealing with these crazies for a while. Just go. Could you imagine what that feels like all the fucking time, wherever you go? Well, and then people wonder why some celebrities are like assholes about it. It's like, just, I need a break. Yeah. I suppose there's a, you know, in that sense, in like the, oh, I'm, we're going to come to some conference and be the keynote speaker. Let's just say like. There's probably an expectation. Yeah, you're going to do some of that. Right. You are the yeah. celebrity there. But, like, to your point with Emilio Estevez, like, he's just on vacation. Yeah. Leave the fuck alone. Well, even you're <clears throat> with your football dude, just, like, I'm leaving. Yeah. Like, I was here. I shook everybody's hand. I signed all the autographs. I took a bunch of photos. Now it's time for me to go. Please let me go. Yep. You know, there's a, there's a point where it's, like, you got to be able to separate. Yeah. You know, and... And it's just like, and I'm sure, like, in the beginning, it's probably fucking awesome. You know, when the first time someone recognizes you, the first time you right. start getting autographs and people want to take pictures with you, I'm sure, like, there's a point for everybody. It's like, fuck, yeah, this is awesome, man. You know, and you're taking pictures of people and it feels really great. But then but then once it, it gets overwhelming, <coughs> I would think, to a degree, it's got to get, like, a little overwhelming. Yeah. Well, at that same conference, it was... Um, was it Magic I, Johnson there? Magic was there. Denzel was there. And then... There's another guy who's a lesser-known actor in my mind. Short guy, glasses. He's in, like, the... Oh, I told you about him, too. What the fuck was his name? Action guy? What is, like... No. Drama-y guy. Like, he's in, like, the the police kind of shows. I think he's in, like, Chicago Fire or something like that. I forgot. Oh, he's a TV actor. Yeah, he's a TV actor. Yeah, I don't know TV actors very well. No, you knew this guy when I told oh, you. Oh, okay. Short huh. guy, glasses, African-American, bald. 
Fuck. Anyways, doesn't matter. Um, he was there for three days. He was there, three days. So for three days constant, people were like stopping him and taking pictures and blah 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 mm-hmm. blah blah blah. And we were kind of wrapping up, and someone in our group was like, "Oh, let's go get a picture with him." I'm like, "I." He just wants to go. And there's a line of four people, and every time people are like, oh, no, just one more picture, one more picture. I'm like, I have to leave. And he's kind of being aggressive with it. He goes, I've been here three days, people. I got to go. And the people in my group are like, oh, no, let's get a picture. I'm like, the no. guy wants to leave. Yeah. Let him leave. And so he, he – but he, kept, he was being nice. He's like – he was aggressive that he has to leave, but he kept folding. Oh. He goes, all right, come on, get over here quick. Let's go. And so it was kind of like one of those things. Yeah. <clears throat> and so he would smile and shit, but it's like, eh. And so when my group got up there, they're like, I'm like, just give me your fucking phone. I'm not, I don't need a picture with this guy. I'll take it for you. Yeah. But you can leave, man. I got to, I get it. Yeah. Go do your shit. Yeah. And so, yeah. It's yeah. Like, it, but when they're, when you can tell that the celebrity is, I won't say distressed, but like, they're not in it anymore. Like, they got other things to do. Like, yeah. They don't want to be in that picture anymore. Well, try to fucking put yourself in their shoes for exactly. two seconds. You know? Just like but some like a lot of people and and I don't I don't know if it's like that they don't care. Like you see them on TV like mobbing people, you know? It's like I don't know if it's that they don't care or if it's just that they they're like having an out of body experience almost. <clears throat> yeah. You know, like I, I saw this um there was this this uh fucking um what's that morning show or some shit with Al Roker or whatever. So Harry Styles, who's like this fucking world's renowned superstar now, um, he uh, uh, he was doing this concert, right? And this girl was like crying her eyes out. She's like sitting on this barricade, just fucking crying because Harry Styles is like thirty feet from her. And uh, this guy walks up to her, and who's another celebrity, and she's he's like, "Are you okay?" She's like, "I'm so happy, Harry, Harry, Harry." She's screaming at him, mm-hmm. you know. And then this fucking Harry Styles on stage. He turns around, flashes his little fucking smile, and waves at her. She's like, "Oh my god, he looked at me!" And all this shit. So the guy goes, um, "He goes, you know what?" He goes, "We've been saving something for some of these one of these fans out here that's just like loves us so much." So he handed her like a VIP package to his concert oh, yeah. that night. She like f- almost it. fell on the ground, like yeah. almost passed out. And she's crying and all this stuff. And and the the commentator guy, he's like, "You need to breathe. Yeah, like you're gonna you need to you, chill you're the gonna, fuck you're out. You're gonna pass out." And she's like, "I'm breathing. I'm breathing." He's like, "No, you're really not. Like I can see you're not breathing. You need to breathe. Or we're gonna have to get like a paramedic over here." And this girl, she was having an out of body experience. She was yeah. lost. Like she, <clears throat> like she wasn't even whatever anymore. So like. I, I don't know. I guess there's like super fans and shit. Yeah. So like if if there was one person that you saw, what wh- who would it be where you would just be like like wh- wh- that would maybe make you lose your cool? Is there anybody? I don't know. I don't know. Like lose my cool? I don't think there would yeah. be. Yeah. I think I'd be like you and I'd play it cool no matter what. Because I get all of them are in that certain spot. I mean, there's. I don't know if I would take a picture with most at this point in my life. Mm. I think I would. If I had the opportunity to shake a hand and say, hey, I would. 
mm-hmm. I wouldn't hold them up to take a picture, except for a few, like Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, fuck yeah. I'd take a picture with him, but he seems so down to earth, too. Well, could you imagine him walking through an airport, though? Yeah. You know, he'd get fucking mobbed. Yeah. I So I think what I would probably do is, like, I would, like, be sitting down, and I would get my camera and a selfie, uh-huh. and I would find them in the photo, and I'd be like, so, I'd be like, no. that's Keanu Reeves over there. No fucking way. <laughs> no. Come on, man. Well, what the? F- you're not bugging him. I yeah, but he knows. He knows what? Like that you're doing it. So what? Like you're not in his face. Is all I'm saying. Yes. That that'd be cool. the only thing. Is like I wouldn't want to jump up in front of his face and then do one a, a right. fucking selfie, you know. But it's like so at least like you could say I saw Keanu Reeves walking through the airport. People are like no way and like seriously here he is right there. <laughs> You know, it's like, look, it's his fucking look. Look, 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 look. that's his hair. You see his fucking hair? <laughs> He's Don't like, you see him? That's not Keanu Reeves. Get out of <laughs> here! Like, I swear to God, bro, it was Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Uh, God, I'm just trying to find this guy. Once I see the name, I'm gonna be like, ah, it's, fuck, I knew that. I think if I saw like, um, uh, I wouldn't like lose my cool. Like like, buy them, but if I saw like uh, um, maybe like Barack Obama or somebody walking around, I would be like, "Holy fucking shit, that's mm. that's Barack Obama," something like that. Yeah, I mean, internally, I think I could say "Holy fucking shit" to a lot of people. Yeah, that's yeah, like that's what. But I'm outward, like I'm not gonna be like that chick who's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god." Yeah, no. I'm just gonna be like. Fuck, that's awesome. That's cool. That's that's super fucking. You know, cool. we're not. I'm yeah. not used to seeing famous people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna find this. Can't find him. No. Damn it. Sorry. Um. Oh. Yes. Summer camp. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dylan, um, he got uh, a helper position at the summer camp. So, um, it was kind of like a, a not last minute, but, um. We had, to, we had to do a bunch of paperwork and shit for it, but um, he goes to summer camp and they take away the phone, which they should. Yeah. Um, so for seven days, he's like, and, and this camp is like in the fucking woods. And like when you when we pulled up to this camp, first you go down a, like a gravel road for like three miles <clears throat> and uh, you get to the end of the gravel road and there was like a, just a, a bar, there was a barn. And a couple of picnic tables with some shitty pop-ups over them. And then there was, like, three teenage girls um, wearing, like, flowy hippie pants, walking around with chickens in their arms. And I was like, is this the place? And he's like, I don't know. It doesn't look like it. It looks like somebody's house, like somebody's farm. There's a couple of cars on the side of the road, but they had some, like, plates from different states Mm -hmm. on them. I'm like, I think this is a place. So then I walked up to these girls. I'm like, is this is this Camp Woodbrook? And they're like, yeah, 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 this is Camp Woodbrook. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm here to drop off my son. And it said, like, you have to drop off your people at 11, right? And so I expected to be, like, to show up and have, like, five or six cars there dropping kids off, you know? And it was just me. That mm-hmm. was it. And it was, like, no action going on. Like, there's no, like, check-in table. There was nothing. And I'm like, because the last camp I took up to, it was like log cabins and sure. there was like people walking around with clipboards and shit and like 
Oh, this it was trips, campy. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like super summer campy. Um, this was not. And so it was like, okay, super rustic, super laid back. So we checked him in and stuff. And then um, Liam, his friend, Bill's son, Liam, he was a, a camp counselor there. That's how Dylan kind of got in. And so Liam pulled up like a couple minutes behind us. And so I'm like, all right, cool. We're in the right place. Liam's here so he can kind of walk him through shit because, like, that, like, they weren't, like, here, let me show you where you're going and all that shit. They were just like, all right, cool, he's here. Like, you can put his stuff over there. I'm like, okay, you know, it's like, where am I leaving him? But he was, like, he was pretty cool with it. So um, they got these little trails that run through the woods, and then they open, and then it shows up. There's this little cabin on stilts in the yeah. woods. That's all it is. And, like, <clears throat> They're like, uh, um, you know when you see those pictures in like Fiji and shit, where it's like a three-walled cabin and one wall looks out on the ocean? Oh, yeah. So they're like that. So like one wall is completely open. And so it's like a covered deck, basically. And then they have to like have, they have to hang mosquito nets and shit over their beds so they don't get eat the fuck out of them in the middle of the night. Um, and uh, when I went to pick him up, his energy was just like so much better. No, not that it was bad anyway, because Dylan's a pretty chill kid, but it's like, I don't even know why I brought this up. I don't remember the conversation before this, before the other conversations, but it was like shutting down all the noise. Oh yeah. It was all the information. Oh yeah. It's like, it's like the only information he had to think about the whole time he was there was like, he had to help some kids fucking like shoot an arrow. He had to help some kids like, um, bake a fucking cupcake uh, they did nature walks and shit, but it was all like immediately in front of him all the time. And the only schedules or information he had was like when they're going to eat. Yeah. That was it. And and it was like, man, it's like there's so much more time for our brains to like rest and then process deeper thoughts. You know, I feel like we, for me, like I spend so much of my time managing surface stuff you know, like scheduling. It's, I mean, it's not surface, but it's like there's no internal reflection in like scheduling a crew of guys to put a patio in, mm -hmm. you know, and to talk to customers and then materials. All like I spend a lot of time just processing information with my brain. And so it's like when I read my, uh, like my newsletters and shit, my news that I read in the morning, I do, I feel like my brain is still in that mode. You know, and to, like it, it's a really active process for me to pull myself out of that to have a deeper thought. That's why I love coming here so much and talking to you because we can sit here and just talk deep about whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> do and we actually, though? We do, though. I was fucking, I was yeah. asked deep in my toenail conversation. <laughs> it's, but it's like, it's free form thought. Yeah. You know, where nothing else is important right now. I wish we had. I wish we had the ability in guys group for a camp out to do something like that where it was like wooded and it could have been, it could be like where we don't bring the boys like they get dropped off. Yeah. And it's just like an unknown and it's something similar in that casualness of like they get dropped off and there's just someone there like, okay, go through the woods that way. Yeah. And, and no direction. They just got to figure the shit out. Okay, so I'm going to say it right now. I think I've said it before, but if you, I'm digging that. So the last um, retreat I did, I sat down in this meditation, try to figure out 
what it was like I was put on this earth to do what was what what is it that like makes my heart the happiest and it's like I and I automatically went to our camp out and it was just like if I could run yeah camps for the rest of my life that would be fucking so dope yeah man uh, and and like well I didn't exactly win that what you're talking billion about. dollars well it's only 400 million after taxes. isn't that crazy fucking nuts bro still it's 400 million it's still 400 million dollars <laughs> but it's like yeah yeah 800 million dollars in taxes so well, i don't think i don't think I, that's it's not accurate. taxes no the, the website said that yeah that website was wrong yeah. or it was misleading it was but misleading with a lottery the number that advertised is like if you take it over 30 years right so if you take the cash value it's normally like two-thirds of that and then you have to pay taxes on all that but still that could be that could get some people in trouble let's say you win you know a million dollars in lottery. Someone's like, oh, you have a million dollars. Like, well, no, I had to take the 600,000. And then after that, now I have 400,000. So really, right. I got a house, which is awesome. Yeah. Not, not dissing it, but I don't have cash to give out is my point. I didn't win a million dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, but no, that's, and that's the whole thing. If you'd have won the lottery, then you go. Then we could have bought all the fucking property and you could be running camps. We we could run camps. That'd be so awesome. I'm just going to let you run it. Fucking podcast! You just told me you wanted to do it, bro. Don't on time a year. Don't don't fucking don't get me all excited. I was ready to go. Like I'd like have next to run week. winter once. Once we got to fucking late July, August, I'd be dead in the woods. <laughs> oh yeah, because your allergies and shit. Like, yeah. Hey guys, you? welcome to the camp. <laughs> My name's Carl. <laughs> I'm gonna direct. I'm gonna cook your food for you. <laughs> <laughs> Like guys, like, does he gonna blow a snot in our food? Oh, dude! Speaking of camp out, so I've been on this weird. I've been watch. I've been looking at these stupid pizza ovens because they're amazing. <laughs> Which kind? The the fucking propane kind that cooks a pizza in like ninety seconds. Oh, so it's like it's like a stone pizza oven, but it's propane fueled. Yeah. So it's like it's super fucking hot. Yeah, it's like nine. Are they like degrees. stainless steel ones? Is that the ones you're looking at? They, yeah, they've. This one is powder coated black, but. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It just, oh, it looks so awesome, but it's, like, really expensive. It's like a spaceship-looking thing. Yeah, right. but it cooks pizza so fast. So I've been, I'm like, oh, man, I just want to make this homemade Neapolitan-style fucking pizza and stick it in there and be like, mm, so good. But then I'm like, oh, I could take that to the camp out, and we could be slinging pizzas at the camp out and be fucking dope. A, a 900-degree pizza oven at the camp out? Yeah, that cabin would just burn. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's a you have to set it up outside, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You got to set it up outside. Nine hundred degrees, though. That's hot. Yeah, it could shut shit in ninety seconds, man. Yeah, two minutes max. Let's just build one. It's not movable, and it doesn't run on propane. And I don't have time. (laughs) (laughs) Run that shit on wood, baby. Well, they make them that run on wood or propane. Like you can preheat on propane and then fucking throw your wood in there to keep it. That's lame. Innovative. If you're gonna do, if you're gonna do wood, just fucking do wood. Man, if I had a fucking propane pizza oven like that, and it was kind of portable, you'd be like, "Yo, bring that shit over." <laughs> How portable are they? I think they only weigh like forty or fifty pounds. How big is it? Uh, it's like sixteen inches, and it just sits like three or four inches off the table. It's a sixteen-inch opening. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's total like twenty-four inches. Okay, twenty-four inches. I, I want to say like, it was like twenty four inches. Twenty four inches square. That isn't that big. No. And how high off the table is it? It sits f- five inches, but the legs fold, and okay. then the opening's only 
let's say another five inches. Wow. Are they pretty, pretty big? Got to be pretty expensive. Yeah, they're like 500 bucks. Mm. But it looked fucking cool. You just be driving around with that in your car. Anybody want a pizza? Yo, yo, you got propane? Want pizza? <laughs> I, got, I got propane in the trunk. It's like, no, you should probably shouldn't do that, bro. No, man, you, you, you gotta not do that shit. Don't put, don't put bombs in your trunk. Have you seen that? that Look at that thing. Oh, that's like a spaceship, man. Yeah, dude, it's fucking cool. Yeah, that's like something out of like contact or something. And they make other ones that are like multi-fuel, so you can use wood pellets or you can use fucking logs or propane. Yeah, man, first world problems. We got. I know. Fucking so much. Technology. All for pizza because I just want a homemade yeah. pizza. It's, like, it's not like shitty homemade pizza. I want a good homemade. Wait, pizza. You want like a real pizza? Yeah. Yeah. Like you want that hand thrown crust? You know, with yeah. everything. Yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. I get it, bro. I get bruh. it. So you go to the Honest- store and you buy like the pre-made dough and yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. But on an honest level, like so, Sam and I went to Tumbled Rock months and months and months ago, and we had a pizza there, and it was so good, and I want to make that pizza. Yeah. I feel that at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's. I'm at. I'm at a place where like. I wouldn't put the time into it. I wouldn't hardly no, well, do yeah. it. You know, I just, uh, I but like, you. but like you're cooking for your kids and stuff. Right. It'd be fun. Like, I remember there'd be a time for sure. I would want to do something like that. There I was wanted a to time. Get, there was a time. What's that Aerosmith song? What's that song? Is that a song? I think it's a song. I don't know. There was a song, Aerosmith. One of my favorite movies, uh, the opening scene is just Bruce Willis talking to some guy who's sleeping, saying, there was a time. And the guy looks at his watch and tells him the time. He goes, I didn't ask you what the time was. I said there was a time. And then he proceeds to tell a story. It's a Bruce Willis movie? Bruce Willis is in it, yeah. Lucky number 11. Have you ever seen oh, that Oh, I've heard of it. It's a great movie. I bet you I've seen it, but I don't remember it. I really like that movie. Wouldn't watch Nope. Nope? Nope. Like That's N-O-P-E? That, yeah, N-O-P-E. It's that fucking... Um, uh, Jordan Peele's new movie? No. You know he's you know Jordan Peele. Yeah. Yeah, he so he did Get Out. Um and uh there's another one he did was called Nope. And it's a uh, uh I might drop a spoiler here. So if you're right, listening if, you, if you're going to go watch Nope. Yeah. Plug maybe, your ears. Yeah, plug your ears or just shut it off or something. I don't know, you're going to miss something good. Um so my buddy Lewis, he watched it with his wife. And they put these fucking glowing reviews on Facebook. Mm. Like, oh, it's a great movie. Love this. Love that. One <clears> of the, <throat> like, I liked Get Out. And Get Out was like this critically acclaimed movie. Um, and so they're like, it was better than Get Out. And all, and it's like, oh, man, it's supposed to be a horror movie. It's like scary. And I told Dylan, I said, we want to go watch a scary movie tonight? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, cool. So we're like, we'll go to the, we went to the Dell's Theater. It's because it was like playing earlier than Portage. So we went. Um so we get there and uh, uh, like pretty excited, you know, mm-hmm. scary movie. Like I want to like boom, get, get me scared. So we get in the theater and there's like, of course, there's like four people in there, right? So we get our seats um, and uh, the movie starts and it's like started out slow, right? And do you care if I drop a spoiler? No, okay. I'm not gonna go watch it. Okay, so there's this fucking it's this uh, uh, this this horse ranch that. Um, that the um this uh it's a black guy who owns it and it's like part of the thing it's like is one of the first the first actor on a, in a movie ever was a black guy riding a horse, um and it's like a, one of those like click 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 movies mm-hmm. you know, um and so this that guy 
his great great grandson runs this horse ranch and they use horse they give horses to movies you know they they're the trainers um and they've had like a dry spell so it's like the the dad and the son the son's probably in his 20s maybe 30 and the dad's like in his 50s maybe 60 and they're getting ready for this new you know movie coming up and uh the dad's sitting there on his horse and they're talking and all of a sudden like this fucking shit starts falling out of the sky and and the the kid looks around on the ground and it's like change, you know, and it's like pew 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 ping ping ping. And then uh, he's like, "That's fucking weird." So like, he looks over at his dad and his dad's kind of slumped over in his horse a little bit. And then he starts the horse starts walking and the dad just falls off his horse. Well, he goes over to his dad and there's a fucking slit in his eyeball and a fucking nickel goes through his eyeball. Into his brain, they do it like a brain scan with the autopsy, and there's a nickel in his head. And it's like, wow, that's fucking crazy, right? So it starts out kind of cool. Well, it's this alien, looks like a spaceship, flying around, sucking people up. But it only does it, it's, it, it's like, it was like the fucking, um, sucks everybody up, like, maybe once a day, it'll come and just suck up a horse, mm-hmm. or it'll suck up a person. That's it. It's like, okay, so where's the scary shit? Yeah. You know? Every once in a while, the fucking thing flies around. And I go, oh, no, fucking alien's coming. And then it's like, bloop, suck somebody up. Okay. And then at the, at the end of the movie, they fucking, um, they get the alien to suck up a big helium-filled fucking thing, and it blows it up. And it's just like. Neat. Yeah, it was, it was. It was beautifully shot. Just wasn't scary. No, it wasn't scary. But even the story was fucking weird. It was just like it just wasn't an appealing <laughs> like, like uh, overall movie. Yeah, it reminds me of the one with um, Joaquin Phoenix. What was that? Which one? Uh, Crop circles. Oh, I don't know that one. I don't think. I didn't watch it. It wasn't. It's not called Crop Circles. No, I know. I just. I don't remember a Joaquin Phoenix movie where it's scary, or aliens or some shit. Yeah, and it. But it's it. It it's it's just not scary. Yeah. So, yeah, it's supposed to be fucking like. I don't know. What the fuck is that movie called? Come on, people. Where the fuck is Bill? Where the don't fuck push, is? Don't push I'm the not gonna. That scares people more that's than a, movies. That's a scary button. Joaquin. How do you spell Joaquin? I don't know. Just type in Walking Phoenix. <laughs> That'll get you there, I bet. Signs. Signs. I thought Bruce Willis was in Signs. I don't think he was in this. No, that was, uh, that was Mel six, Gibson's in Mel Signs. Gi- Mel Gibson Signs, yeah, okay. Yeah, 2002. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why it wasn't scary. Uh, yeah, this, I don't Like, know. you only see the alien, like, one time or something like that in the movie. Yeah, see, if I, if I want to watch I want a scary movie to scare me. Yeah. Yeah, I like scary movies. Do you like scary movies? Kind of. It depends on my mood. Okay. It really depends on my mood. Sometimes I'm like, no, that movie scared the shit out of me, and I am legit freaked out. <laughs> I would love to see that. <laughs> I would fucking love to see you freaked I, out. I dislike scary movies that involve, like, um, paranormal stuff. Oh, yeah. That's so... That's because it's really scary. I know. It's yeah, really like, yeah. Uh, that's that. the shit where it's like when you sit down on the couch, you're like looking over your shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like you're, I'm talking like, you know, Amityville horror conjuring type stuff. Like those yeah. movies actually freak me out. 
And so I dislike them. But then I like, I don't know, I don't mind horror movies like um, like the Halloween movies or Jeepers Creepers. Oh, you like like gore horror. Yeah, like gory yeah. horror. Like yeah. yeah. See, that stuff's so campy anymore to me. Like, yeah, like I haven't watched anything in a long time like yeah. that. But. When I was a kid, fucking loved Friday the 13th and, mm-hmm. you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, shit like yeah. that. Yeah, that was like, that was fun when I was a kid. But now it's like it's so campy yeah. that I can't, I, I can't watch it. Now it's got to be scary. Like, yes, I want real scary is yeah, scary. Real scary. Real scary is scary. Yeah. Did you ever watch those paranormal activities when they came out? Yeah, but I I don't... That shit's all fucked. I don't know. What? Did it do anything for you? No. Okay. It's like... There's a show my dad watches, and I don't know if it's still on or if he still watches it. It's these guys who bought this island, and they're trying to find this treasure. And so you watch it every week. But guess what? They never find the treasure. It's like the Bigfoot hunters. They never find a Bigfoot. They get something maybe that sounds like a sound. Okay, cool. Or someone saw something, but the camera didn't see it. So, okay, cool. And so those paranormal activity things, it's like, oh, I saw something move. Okay, fucking cool. The paranormal activity movies where it's like the... the I've not seen the movies. I've, I'm talking like the show. Oh, yeah, no. The fucking shows are lame as fuck. I, those don't do anything for me. There's the movies where it's like they're like uh, closed circuit cameras from yeah. like security I've cameras. I've not seen those. Now, um, first one of those I watched, I was in a theater. Um, we we're doing a, a, I was doing a runway show like 10, 15 years ago. Um, and uh, it was at this big theater in downtown Madison called the Orpheum. And it's like they have a, there's a movie theater in there yeah. too. So they're like, well, and we had like four hours. We had to be there early to set shit up. And they're like, well, if you guys want to chill in the theater, we can flip a movie on. It's like, all right, cool. What do you guys got? And they're like, we got that new paranormal activity. I'm like, ooh, awesome. So we're in this big, dark theater, and there's only a couple of us. And uh, and it's like, there's this chick, you know, she's like watching babysitting someplace, you know. And uh, you're sitting there watching it, and she's watching TV. And, like, you can see it's like a view, like you can see half the kitchen in the living room. But she can't see the kitchen, mm-hmm. so she's watching TV. And the fucking door, the the like this door to the basement in the kitchen, yeah. opens up, and it's, but she don't see it. Yeah, right. It opens up, and it's like, hmm, that's interesting. And then all of a sudden, the door, the fucking something gets knocked off the counter, and she looks up, and she's like, "Well, that's weird," like box of cereal or some shit. So she gets up to walk to the kitchen. She's like, don't go to the fucking kitchen. There's something in there, man. There's fucking, don't do it. And she's just like walking in there. She's like, oh, that's strange. So she's on the ground, like picking up the cereal. Boom, the fucking door to the basement shuts. And it's like, what the fuck? You know, like that shit. Yeah. That's the stuff that like, then then that at night, I'm in the I'm in my living room. Like, yeah, looking damn at the right. You're looking everywhere. <laughs> that's the shit I like watching that because I like getting the tingles. Like, yeah, I, like see, I don't like watching that. <laughs> I like yeah, that. the paranormal stuff is is the scariest horror movie stuff for me. Yeah, what well, I, I got a ghost in my house. You know that, right? No, I'm not yeah. coming over anymore. Yeah, I got we're it. not moving the studio. There's a um, uh, I don't know where the ghost came from. I don't know the full story, but I know there's this woman. Well, how do you know there's a ghost there? Because you talked to Shelly. Well, Shelly, that I, this was before I talked to Shelly, but Shelly's told me about the ghost that's okay. there. This this woman, um, but apparently. Like, uh, she's been there forever. She's pretty chill. Um, and, uh, but like they say, you always got to have yellow flowers at the bottom of the stairs. Always. Then she's cool. Like, but if you don't have flowers at the bottom of the stairs and she's like, gets a little upset. Like outside steps? No, no, no. In, inside. Okay. Like going up 
to the Airbnb. So if you stay in my Airbnb, it's haunted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Good advertising. Yeah. Um, it's we. I've only there's only one thing I've ever experienced there. Like I've I've heard some noises, but it's an old house, so it's like fucking old houses have noises. Um, but one time, uh, like we got a camera in our in our foyer. It looks like it's on the back of the foyer, so you can see the whole foyer in the front door. Um, and then, you know, that door that op- swings open to the front of the house. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I don't know, one o'clock in the morning. And I was looking through the camera images and shit. Sometimes we have our guests coming kind of late and, uh, and the fucking door just opens like all the way. We're just sitting there all of a sudden the door just fucking opens wide open. And like, sometimes like our dogs, cause we got little dogs, they'll go like, go searching through the house and if we don't lock that door because it's just a swinging door mm-hmm. they'll just push it open so i was waiting for the dog to come out of the fucking into the it's like no dog dogs were in bed with us it's like huh that was right how about that fucking door just opened all by itself fuck that yeah i'm out <laughs> you need to get some fucking sage and some cleansing oh we did all that shit we cleansed it that lady's cool with us. She, we don't like. We take care of the house. We fix stuff. We paint it. Make it look nice. She, she's happy with us. Yeah. We have. That's the only thing that I've ever noticed. Like we never had any guests ever say anything weird happen or anything. Hmm. Um. So I think I think she's cool with us. That freaks me out, bro. That's why I don't buy old houses. <laughs> there's a there's a um, what I call the heebie-jeebie factor. Like whenever I go through an old house, like when I was when we were looking for houses, yeah, you just get fucking the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, I yeah. do. It's like, but but I, it's like, um, I gotta go to the basement. It's like that's the first place I gotta go, because it's like if I walk through the basement and I get the tingles, it's like no, nope, can't do it, man. It's like I can't, I can't be walking through my own house having all no. fucking tingles. You know, it's like I don't want to like if I gotta go to the basement to get something. I don't want to be in a hurry. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> like when you're a little kid and you're in a scary basement, you're like walking super fast. Like I'm gonna like clock my head on something, I'm gonna knock myself out, and I'm gonna wake up in some fucking other realm. <laughs> and I don't wanna do that. So if it's got heebie jeebies, yep. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, can't be doing that. I agree. Why would I invest money in something I'm scared of? <laughs> well well that yeah, for sure. I don't well, unless you like like being scared. There's people out there that like it. Yeah, look, if I if I like being scared, it's on a temporary, I know it's fake basis. Oh, okay. Not like a legit. Oh, dude, there's I, I heard about this haunted house in Tennessee. Um, this fucking dude, he's like sadistic fucking. He's like ex-military. Um, and uh he it used to be in California, but uh um he got in trouble out there because it's like too fucking crazy, mm-hmm. right? So he went to Tennessee. I think it's Tennessee, maybe it's Ohio. But either either way. Um and uh, he put a challenge out on the internet. He'd give anybody $20,000 if they've made it all the way through his haunted house. $20,000. And, like, there's a lot of people out there that fucking, like, they love haunted houses, man. Yeah. They're, like, super into it. Nobody won. Nobody went through this whole fucking house. And he's got, like, so you got to sign this big fucking, like, 40-page waiver. And it's, like, they can, like, cut your hair they can throw shit at you. They can grab you. They can hold you down. They can duct tape you. Like, all this crazy shit that they can do to you. Like, like they'll never, like, physically harm you. But it's like, you feel like you're going to die. Yeah. And so, like, they, like, I've seen some, like, these 
Well, no one's made it through because he's duct taping taping them to the fucking floor or some yeah, shit. Let, yeah, it's like it's like uh, I've seen these compilations of these fucking people, um, and like at the end of the thing when they tap out, they like uh, they're like um, he whipped my ass, he he stole my milk money, and he ate my lunch or something. Like they got to say this fucking phrase, and I tapped out, you know. And uh, um, like there's these people like I I would think that it would give people PTSD. It's so fucking bad. Fucking intense it is. Yeah, like like there's like <clears throat> these crazy fucking lights, and then like uh, in this compilation, there's this chick. She's like covered in like this fake blood stuff and like mud and shits all over her face and her fucking mascara. Her, she's crying her eyes out, and she's got duct tape around her forehead, and then she's taped to something, and her hands are taped to her sides, and she's laying on the fucking ground, and they're like dumping uh dumping shit on her face, and and like uh it's like there's they said it was like vomit. And they're, like, dumping it on her head, and she's, like, screaming. She's, like, let me out of here. I tap out. And like, you don't tap out. You can't tap out. Are you serious? You're going to tap out right now? You're so close to the end. She's, like, I just want to go home. <laughs> and it was, like, crazy shit. Crazy Damn. shit. Damn. Yeah. It's, like, the the world's scariest haunted house. Like, there was this one dude. <laughs> he drove, like, 16 hours with his friends to go to this fucking haunted house. And they pulled up to the front door, and he didn't even get out of the car. He didn't get out of the fucking car. They came up to, with a camera to the outside of the car, and they're like, what's up, bro? And he's like, I'm tapping out. <laughs> like, you didn't even get out of the car. He's like, I know. I don't, he was just like, it's too much. <laughs> and I don't know like how they meet you or greet you, but right. it's like I think it's like you sign the waiver before you get there. Right. And then you show up, and it's on. As soon as you fucking pull up, it's on. Oh, yeah. They got to, like, I'm sure, like, the whole, like, time you're there, it's like, there's no in-between. Mm-mm. It's just fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's crazy. I don't. I wish I remember the name. Of, I bet you I could pull it up. I can probably up. find it. Yeah. It's we t- a- I mean, we've taken the teens here to, like, Madison down to, like, Screaming Acres. Yeah. And I'm the guy who just walks in the back slowly and just, like, to the actors, I'm like, hey. <laughs> What's up? So you So you don't get scared. I, I no, I jump scare all the time. I'm the easiest oh. jump scare person in the world, but I just when I go through that, I just like casually like pretend I'm not. <laughs> uh, McCamey M C K A M E Y Manor is considered a pioneer of extreme haunted attractions. It was founded in San Diego by Russ McCamey and originally located on his property. The house operates year round, offering visitors a tour that can last up to eight hours. Guests must sign a liability waiver to participate. See the. That borders. That's not a haunted house to me, though. That's a, that's a horror house. Yeah. That well, it's like, a, um, yeah, it's uh, it's like a whole immersive experience. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think, I think the lines got blurred with haunted houses. Be, from being haunted houses, quote unquote, to being like I said, horror houses. Yeah, it's like torture fest yeah. or something. Like like even screaming acres. Like it's not that it's. You're not walking through, like, scary, like, haunted. Like, when I think haunted, I think paranormal. Yeah. Like, it, the line's blurred. Now it's like, we're just going to jump scare you or people are going to chase you around. Like, that's horror. Yeah, that's like a horror house. Yeah. That's a that's a good distinction. I, 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 I think that that should be something that they could think about. Like, call it a horror house. But, you know, you can say that wrong. You don't know where you're going. <laughs> where are you going? <laughs> to the, horror the horror house. house. <laughs> it's like... Dude, you're only 16. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, it's, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> it's like, 
I'm sure you think it's going to be awesome, but that's illegal. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. I heard there's this one chick there who has a fucking chainsaw. Like, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. It's like, they like jump in your face. They squirt stuff all over you. It's just like, <laughs> you're too young for this, man. I think that's illegal. Yeah. So maybe that's why they don't call it a, <laughs> maybe. a horror house. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that would be hilarious. It's like, where are you guys going? We're going to go to a horror house. It's like, oh, cool. And you actually show up at the other horror yeah, house. Right. Yeah. It's like. Wait, this doesn't look scary. <laughs> I want my mommy. <laughs> Not scary yet. Go no. inside. Yeah, no shit. Some There's different levels of scary, yeah. my boy. <laughs> oh, boy. I got to take a leak. Oh, oh, yeah. We'll take a break quick yeah. here. We'll come right back. All right, cool. All right. There was like this lawsuit um, where this guy, where like this, uh, this dude was saying that like they abused him and all this shit in there. And, um, and, uh, he's the owner's like, it's like, no, no, no. He goes, this is what happens. Cause like they can hypnotize you when you're in there. And he's like, we'll make you think you're getting abused. He says, we'll make you feel like someone's pulling your toenails out, but all your toenails are still in. He's like, he goes, our job is to make you think that, that like, it could be coming to an end. Mm-hmm. He goes, but it's not. He goes, that's what you signed up for. He goes, you signed up to push you beyond the limits and see if you could take it. He's like, don't be a bitch. You couldn't take it. That's all there is. He goes, he goes, if you want to come try again, I'm here all day, baby. You know? <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's like this, but this guy that runs it, right? He's like, he's like, uh, he's like, um, you think I enjoy doing this? And he's and and it's like the look on his face says, "Fuck yeah, you enjoy doing this. You're a sadistic fuck." Yeah, like these people are like screaming and crying and thinking like it's over. And he's just and he just looks at him and he goes, "All right, you can get out." He's like, "How was your how was your time at the scare house?" And like he's in it, like making these people cry, and he's smiling the whole time. Right. And it's just like. Maybe he, like, if he didn't do this, he might be a serial killer or some shit. Maybe it's his outlet. Yeah, this could be, like, the way he releases all of his fucking insane energy. Because the dude's, like, he's a creepy fucking dude. Like, when he's so excited to see these people crying and shit and, like, wishing upon their last wish of their life that they could just get out of this place. Like, they would give up anything for it. And it's just, like, holy fuck. Seems intense. It's super intense, man. Super intense. I don't even know how I stumbled on it, but it was uh, it was super interesting. Huh. 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 Yeah, huh. I don't think I'll be going there anytime soon. I don't know. No, I wouldn't want to go there. No. I have no desire for that. Like, I like a haunted house. I'll do a haunted house, right. but I would do that. We did that haunted house. The, the, well, it wasn't a house. It's a uh, um, fucking uh, Mount Olympus. Does like a haunted, they had a haunted theme park oh, okay. for a couple of years, and they would have like characters and shit walking around mm-hmm. and jump scares, you know, in different places. And uh, I remember when I, like my kids were like twelve, you know, and, like we want to do that. I'm like, all right, cool. So we went through, and I was the guy that was like talking to the actors right. and shit, you know. But then like uh, there's this one section where, in order to get from like one part of the park to the other part of the park, you had to walk through this like building and like um but it was like it was erected it's all it was all cloth on the outside but it was super long and you all you could hear is people screaming mm. on the inside 
And it's like people like and screaming loud, you know. And so we had to go through this building, and this kid that was with us, he's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and it's like, it's not that bad. And he's like, listen to those people. Like, I don't want to do that. And they're like, I'm like, it's it's no big deal. You'll be with us. I'll be, you'll be right by my side. No one's gonna touch you. And he's just like, no way, I ain't going in there. And it's like, well, we gotta get to the other side, right? And he's just like, I'll go over the fence because there's like a rail, you know, mm. like a crowd fence thing. He's like, I just walk around. I'm like, come on, we can do this. And he's just like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and he jumped the fence and then walked around and he jumped on the other side of the fence and he waited for us. And then. <sighs> Kind of felt bad for him after that because there was like this fucking dude in this creature costume that was like crouched down by a garbage can and you could see him there. Yeah. But you couldn't tell if it was like a statue or like a stuffed thing or not. And he's sitting there. And then as we're coming out, he's like walking up to him (laughs) and he doesn't see him coming. I'm like, oh, this ain't going to be good. (laughs) And, And so he's like, hey guys. And then, of course, the boys I'm with are like, dude. Don't turn around. <laughs> and he's like, whatever. He turns around, he's like, ah! And he starts screaming, he runs. And it's just like, it was it was, it was, was funny to yeah. me. You know, I'm a sadistic fuck, I guess. I guess. Yeah, poor fucking kids. Man. Jeez. Yeah, but those are the good ones. Yeah. The ones where you know you're not in any danger. Right, they're just jump scares. Yeah, they're just jump scares. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, those are... I like and that. Half, and, it's, and it's all, and half of it's the scary parts in your head. It's like, it's the buildup, like... It's really dark. I can't see shit. That sounds scary. Yeah, and then you hear people screaming. Exactly. Like real people. Yeah, that's. I think that there's. That's the scariest part of a really good haunted house is if you hear the people in front of you screaming. Mm. You know, it's like there's a compilation of uh, um, photographs that this haunted house does, and um, it's it's <laughs> it's like the biggest jump scare in the whole part, and they've got a night vision camera. And so they take a quick photo right in the middle when these people are getting the biggest jump scare. And there's so many fucking dudes that jump behind their ladies. Oh, nice. It's like it's like the, they'll they'll pull the lady in front of them or like they'll they'll like shove people out of the way. It's just it's so fucking funny. It's hilarious. Like and that's a kind of like a good jump scare. Get your yeah, heart rate see, up. I, so Logan and I would go to uh, Sun Prairie to the movies and we just go to Marvel movies. But I'm so bad at jump scares. Like. Things that aren't even scary, just a loud, like, noise. And I'm like this, and I jump. <laughs> he would always look at me, and he'd just start laughing. He goes, dude, it's just it's they a shot, Marvel movie. Yeah, they shot something out of, like, fucking space cannon or something. Or, like, the scene in the Guardians of the Galaxy where there's, like, a spider crawling on a tree. Yeah. And that one guy just smacks it. Yeah. Jumped, like, three feet out of my chair. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome, bro. And he, just, he would always just look at me, like, seriously. Like, what do you do like, during actual scary movies? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, how do you manage? I can't do it. I can't do it. Stop me. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. That's good shit. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, dog. Um, what do you think about that Britney Griner shit? What did she get? Nine years. Yeah. So. Don't move to fucking Russia. How do you feel... About the U.S. government trying to trade Russian spies for this for Brittany Griner. Yeah, man. How do you feel about that? And arms tell dealers. Me, tell me the Russian truth. arms dealers. Yeah, arms right. dealers. Yeah. I feel like we've got a lot of incarcerated people in our country for the same crime that we're not doing shit for. 
Oh, you mean people in, for the crime of, of possession? <clears throat> possession, yeah. How how fucked up is that? Elon Musk put a tweet out, and I didn't even think about it until he put this out there. But he's just like he's like every person in jail right now for for possession crimes. Yeah, and they find out that fucking Brittany Grimes is getting traded a fucking Russian arms dealer to get her freed for possession. Yeah, and it's like fuck you, you know. It's like she knew the contract. She played basketball over there multiple times. It's like you fucking people come to the United States. There's fucking laws, yep. and if you break them, you get put in fucking jail. I don't care where you're from. Yep. You know, it's like she fucked up, so she's got to do her time. You do know? I think it's extreme? Yeah, but it's fucking Russia. Yeah, yeah. You're the one choosing to go to Russia for money. That's why yeah. she goes there because they pay way better money than they do here. So yeah, I'm I'm on the same page with you. Um, yeah, I don't think we should trade anyone. No, I don't. I don't feel like I feel bad for her. Like in a sense, as yeah, a human, she's suffering. She's far from home. She's in this communist country in a prison, and I don't know what's happening to her there. Probably ain't good. But at the end of the day, it's like. She made a choice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like it's not like they stopped her and planted something on her. They actually found like multiple cartridges of hash on her. Mm-hmm. And it's just like that's just fucking ignorant. You know, why would you do that? You know, it's just like throw the fucking shit away before you go to the airport. Yep. You know, it's like it ain't that fucking hard. So she just was dumb. Yep. You know, and it's just like you that's how do you how do you how do you teach people not to do dumb shit? You got to have consequences for it, you know. And and you know what? So what? She's a superstar athlete, and she's going to spend the next nine years maybe in prison in Russia. She probably won't. No, she won't. She'll we'll, get traded out. She'll get traded, and, and she'll come home to some fucking hero's welcome. Yep, it's bullshit. She'll get a hero's welcome. We'll have a new arms dealer back on the fucking Russian payroll. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking. It's like uh. uh now that guy'll go home a hero too. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's and and it's like but he's a hero for doing, you know, they want him to do illegal things. Like yeah, I'd be fucking pissed if I was in jail for possession and that shit's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, and and fucking Biden's on the on the news, you know, you need Russia needs to release her immediately and it's just like what the fuck, dude? Don't like don't you believe in consequences? Don't you believe in rules? You know, yeah. it's like, I understand Russia's a fucked up place and they do shitty things. They're attacking Ukraine and all that stuff. But it's like, you can't. Yeah, that's that was a super big frustration when I read about that. Yeah. And all you, these free Britney Griner fucking people. You can, you can disagree with a law all you want. But at the end of the day, a law is a law. Right. In my eyes. Yeah. Like, do I agree with it or agree there should, you know, it should be there? Not necessarily, No. In like minor things like possession, or it shouldn't be here either. Well, that's what uh, that's what I'm alluding to, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, just because I disagree with it doesn't give me the right to suddenly break the law. It's still the law. There's different routes to take to change a law. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You just you can't. Well, especially. Well, I wanted to drive eighty, and I want to drive drunk. Well, it's the law that I can't drive eighty nor drunk. Just because mm-hmm. I wanted to do it doesn't change the fact that it's a law. Right. Do I? Th- you know. Yep. Do people think they should get speeding tickets? No. But were they technically breaking the law? Yeah, they technically were. So, yep, for sure. It's yeah. pretty explicit. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah, let's see. I, I think, obviously, I think it, like, if she got busted in the States, yeah, she would have gotten in trouble. 
She wouldn't have the same kind of fucking penalty as she's getting over there. No. But she would have gotten in trouble because she's breaking the law. You know, like if she's in a in a in a state where it's illegal, you know, then she's breaking the law. So, but I th- I feel like for me, whenever I've gone to a foreign country, I'm like hyper aware mm-hmm. of like not fucking up because like I'm in a place where like they don't play by my rules, right? You know, they don't like they got their own fucking rules. They can do what they want because I'm in, I'm in their house now. You know, and so it's like I'm super alert as to like not fucking shit up, you know. And so it's like I don't I don't want to be at the mercy of some fucking foreign communist country, right. you know. Like that just that freaks me out, you know. So it's like if I'm in someone else's country, I'm fucking towing the line, yeah. You know, it's like as far as like the laws that I know exist, you know. Like there's things like I'm sure there's places where someone will find an American and say they get drunk, you know, and, and they stumble out in the street and they pass out. Well, like, well, they're going to fucking, they're going to charge you for public drunkenness and make this a big fucking splashy thing because they want to make a point out of you stupid Americans. There's sometimes I think that shit happens where it's like way more than it needs to be. Oh yeah. You know, and that's, and that's a country like abusing their power or whatever. And it's like, but this isn't that situation. You know, yeah, I, and, but I also wondered, like, I feel like there's a casualness or a cavalierness with a lot of our laws, and maybe it's because we just have so fucking many mm-hmm. that people are like, eh, yeah, whatever, doesn't matter, right? Um, that I don't know if that necessarily is the same in other countries, even for quote minor things. Well, in other countries, like Russia, fucking, you could go to the gulag, man, like, you could, like, they're. That's the thing is scary in different places like that. People get disappeared. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't like, well, maybe they disappear people here, but it's not like it doesn't carry that same feeling. Right. You know, it's like if you're in some fucking third world country, or like if I, if I was in China, you know, and it's like the CCP's running the country and like they're disappearing people left and right. Yeah. Disappearing and sterilizing. Yeah. Whichever ones. It's like, no, no cavalierness and organ harvesting. Yeah. Crazy, but you're right. I mean, I I hear what you're saying. Like, we do get cavalier with laws here. Yeah. Like, you know, like a lot of people here, like, you know, driving on interstate, seven over. Yep. Yeah, that's a little cavalier with the law. The law is 55. I'm doing 62. Yep. You know, and it's just like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna push it a little bit. You know, it's like um, people who drive down to Illinois to get weed and bring it back to Wisconsin. Yeah. It's just like you're 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 being a little cavalier. You're crossing state lines with a controlled substance. It's like, that's a pretty big fucking deal if you get caught and they want to press charges on you, mm-hmm. you know? But it's like, there's so many laws, and, like, it seems to me, like, the fucking cops around here, like, anymore, they got way bigger issues to deal with than someone going to get a little bit of weed out of Illinois. You would think they'd have bigger issues. What did someone tell me? Oh, someone got pulled over because their their questionable tint and uh, their wheels they thought were over... Two inches outside the wheel wells. Really? And? Tickets. Tickets for? Tinting wheels. Oh, okay. So, although that person then took a tape measure and said, called bullshit and is now going down to the courthouse to fight it. But still. Oh, really? It's like, it's just like things like that's like, really? That's your priority in. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, like I just said, maybe I'm cavalier with it. Well, or to a degree of like, they're going to be like, oh, well, maybe there's something bigger here. 
Yeah. You know, maybe there's something a little more fishy here. I told you a story about when I got pulled over in an RV, right? No. So, it was way the fuck back when my kids were little. We had a, a Class C Ford uh, Fleetwood Tioga. It was a Class C RV with, like, the van with the cab over the top. But it wasn't, oh, like, a yeah. van van. It was, like, an F, F450 van, yeah. you know? So, it was a, it was a big one. Um, and uh, we were traveling out west um, to uh, uh, visit family. And it was, like, December. There's like fucking nobody on the interstate. And we're just fucking bopping along. The kids are in the back. My ex-wife at the time, she had dreadlocks. I had long hair. Looked like a couple of hippies, you know. And we are and we got these little kids running around. And, um, like, there's these two cops, two staters, sitting in the little middle of the median on mm-hmm. the interstate. And so we're driving along. We're doing the speed limit. It's like cruising. And uh, all of a sudden, this guy fucking pulls us over. And uh, so we're, we're like, fuck, quick, you know, all the kids get into the back, you know, make sure you got your seatbelts on and shit. And, uh, and so the guy walks up and I'm on the side of the interstate and he walks up on the driver's side, which is rare because I'm on the interstate and he, they usually walk around the other side and I'm, I, you know, windows roll down and he's like, he's like, oh, he says, you know, he's talking to me and stuff. And he's like, can I see your license registration? So I give him my information and he's like, he's like, it's really cold out tonight. Would you mind just coming back to the to my car? And I'm like, sure. So we're in my car, or in his car. I'm in the passenger seat. He's in the driver's seat. And he's just chatting with me. He's like, so where are you guys headed, you know? He's like interrogating me, Yeah. you know? Oh, yeah, well, where's your family from? Told him. And he's just like, he's like, oh, you know? And he says, you know, how long are you guys going to be gone? And all this shit. And, uh, and I'm just talking to him like, all right, cool, whatever, man. You know, I didn't really bother me that much. Um, and, uh, and he goes, so he goes, you guys got a little, you know, little weed in the car. I'm like, no. And he's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, you know, I noticed that your wife, uh, has dreadlocks. I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. And he goes, Dreadlocks are very common with the Rastafarian culture. And he says, <laughs> and he says that's a that's a Rastafarian culture. Is just, you know smoking weed? Oh, that's, that's really common. I'm like, uh huh. And he goes, so I'll ask you one more time. You got you know anything in the van in your in your RV? And I'm like, no. And he's like, do you mind if I come take a look around? I'm like, fuck, I don't care. And he's like. So my partner's coming with the drug sniffing dog. Is it gonna be cool with you if they do a little walk around? I'm like, you can walk around ten times, man. You're not gonna find nothing in there. And he's just like, all right, all right, cool, you know. So, um, he he walks walks me back up. I get in the van. He's like, you guys just wait here for seconds. Fuck, another car pulls up with a dog, and they walk around. And my my wife at the time she was fucking livid. Yeah, dude. She was super fucking livid. I thought it was funny. And she was super fucking living. She's like, that's fucking profiling. They can't do that. I'm going to call the NAACP. She was like on it, right? And I'm just like, whatever. And she's like, no, this is not okay. This is an obstruction of justice and shit. And uh, she was super pissed. And I'm like, maybe there's like rolling fucking meth labs and shit and, yeah. and RVs. And, and you this know, was pre-breaking bad. It was pre-breaking bad. Um, and uh, And she's like, no, that's not right. So I'm like, all right, I get it, whatever, you're pissed, you know. 
So the guy's like, all right, you know, you guys checked out. You could go. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, man. And she's just like, <laughs> like that, flips him off. So we drive. We get to this place, and she's telling my family all about how these fucking pigs, cops, jerks, assholes, whatever they're going to do. This guy was such a dick. And, and, and I'm like, he was actually pretty nice to me about it. He, I mean, like, it just didn't bother me. You know, and she's like, he was profiling you. He was he was interrogating you. I'm like, I knew what he was doing, but I didn't give a shit. He didn't have nothing on me, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, why did I care? Other than it's like an inconvenience, but shit, I've been driving for seven hours on the interstate anyway. I need something to shake up my day. <laughs> and, uh, and then on the fucking news, at that minute when we were bitching about it, a fucking, the largest drug bust in South Dakota history was a fucking camper RV oh, like really? ours that they nice. pulled over on, on the interstate. Like like two days before we got pulled over. Interesting. And it was just like, see, I fucking told you, look at that shit. I'm like, there was a reason them fuckers pulled us over. Yeah. It's like they, something big happened. And I think, yeah, people were running drugs in like a family setting in an yeah. RV. You know, it's like what better way to fucking get away with running drugs, you know? But, but it was like, it was crazy, you know? And the only, there was the only thing I had in the camper that would have bothered that was made me a little nervous is I had a pistol mm. in the camper. Like a, it was just, it was just a 22, but it was like, um, I didn't have like, and I, I didn't have it on me, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, I didn't have to worry about a concealed carry or anything, but it's like, if they found a gun, I didn't know if there would be a, sure. a thing, you know? But, uh, um, that was the only thing that we had, but it was at the time that she was so pissed and I, I get I, it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But at the time to me, it was just funny. Yeah. So yeah, that's my eh. my my Rastafarian culture <laughs> pullover. It was and it was like eleven o'clock at night. It was super oh, that late. Is late. Yeah, it was like because we were just trying to burn through the night. Yeah, you're just trying to get know? to where you're going. Yeah, in our in our little little class C RV camper. That was a fun camper though. It was, it was cool. <laughs> it was cool to have. It. Took the boys golfing one time. We all piled in there and there's golfing in a camper. Yeah. So we um there was like eight of us, two foursomes, and we um. We were driving up to this place called La Sonia. It's a Lynx course, and it's over by, like, Spring Green. Okay. Um, and so they all showed up at my house. We piled in. They're playing cards, drinking in the back while I'm driving, you know, and it was a good time. It was pretty fun. So we everybody pre-gamed a little bit on the way to the golf course, and then we showed up, played a couple rounds of golf, and then came nice. back. It was a good time. I need to go play some golf. I was talking to uh, <clears throat> my brother-in-law, Dylan. I said, dude – He's like, oh, how's it going? I'm like, fucking busy. And we were, we were at my parents. He goes, yeah, we haven't shot in the pistols out here, like, in forever. And when he see when he means the pistols, he means my pistols, of course. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, a, ammo's fucking hard to find and expensive, and b, you're right, we haven't, we should. Um, granted, we didn't yesterday, mm. but I was like, man, I just need like ten hours of my work week to be designated to hobbies. And fucking downtime. Uh, w- work week or just your week? No, my work week. Fuck that. My current work week. <laughs> so you work 40 hours a week. You need 30 hours of work and 10 hours of hobby exactly. time? Exactly. <laughs> I want to get paid for that shit too. <laughs> I don't even care if I'm not paid for it. I just need like 10 hours of downtime a week. Yeah. Like 10, 10 hours is a fair amount of time. It's I mean, a lot of time. It that's may a lot be of time. We were just sitting on a patio. Yeah. I mean, I, that, it could be different. Yeah. For sure. Well, but, I mean, if you think about it, though, like on a Saturday, Sunday, if you take that part of your week as downtime, yeah, you know, it's like then 10 hours isn't that much, you know, because like a whole fucking day, like, dude, yeah, it's like it's nice. Yeah. And I say work week because I don't really want to give up my family time. Right. 
Well, it, yeah. I, I'll give up my work time, not my family time. I know what you mean, though. You just need some you time. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. So you haven't played golf at all? Not this year, no. Did you play last year? Yeah, a couple times. Did you do that go- glow golf shit? That Oh, yeah. I heard that's pretty awesome. That's pretty fun. It's, it's like, pretty fun. Is it? It. Um, but you go, you can't drive a cart, right? You got to walk. Is uh, that right? Well, <laughs> when we used to do it at the country club, we got carts. Okay. But there were some incidences. See, that's what I heard. So I heard last year, the last time they did it, that they, they you can't get a cart. You have to walk because it's dangerous. So we yeah, and we switched to uh, Fairfield. Okay. Last for the last two or three years, it's been at Fairfield. Okay. But we don't actually facilitate it anymore. Uh, Baraboo Young Professionals do. Right. Um, but when we actually put it on, it used to be at the Baraboo Country Club. And we do, like, cart decorating. So people would glow stick their carts up and put fucking lights and generators in the back. And it was a big thing. But, yeah, we went into the creek and people were half mile away from the fucking golf course. Oh, my God. It got a little out of hand. So we were asked not to do it there anymore, which is fair because I'm pretty sure we destroyed the, cor- the course. Oh, my God. That it, bad, it, it got rowdy, dude. It got real rowdy. Um, and I don't think it's gotten that rowdy at Fairfield anymore. So, But it's more walking. Um, yeah. Well, if you're walking, it's hard to get yeah. too crazy. You're not driving crazy even if you're just walking with beer and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, in every hole you drink, right? Well, it used to be that way at the country club. I don't think they do it necessarily like that anymore. It, oh, really? Like we would do games. Like we would do, okay – on hole nine, you're gonna spin around on your golf on your driver three times. Come take a shot and then go drive your ball. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, and then like we would randomly have like a grilled cheese station. Oh, nice! Just in the middle of the fucking golf course, we're running fucking propane tanks and grilling grilled cheese. Sandwiches. Oh, dude, I gotta play. I gotta do that sometime. What's this when is, do they do it? Is it in the fall? Yeah, I suppose it's probably gonna happen again this year. Yeah, but so when <clears throat> since the the Baraboo Young Professionals, they do a couple games, but it's not anything like we used to do at the country oh. club. But I think that's why it got so rowdy at the country club. Yeah, it was a little too crazy. Yeah, it was a little too crazy. So it's definitely dialed back. But it's still a fun time. Um, the biggest complaint I think I have is, depending on your clubs you have, the balls are harder because they're gl- they are uh, they activate the light inside of them when they get hit. Yeah. And so... Like, if you have a really nice set of clubs, I don't think people want to necessarily use them with glow golf balls. Oh, really? Mostly because like, like your driver. Yeah, like with your like driver. irons is not a big deal. Iron's not a big deal, but with your driver, you know, I just would think it might dent. Oh, that would be bad. That would be really bad, yeah. So you just get out that shitty driver you've had yeah. in the basement for exactly. a while, like your driving range fuck around driver. Yep. Yeah. I borrow my dad's uh, fucking old school steel ones. Yeah. Like the full heavy ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to fuck But also, I nice. mean, with Fairfield... It's not often you have to get out your driver. I, I just played nine holes of Fairfield with Bailey before he left. And I think I got out my driver at least four times. Okay. Yeah. They they lengthened the first hole at Fairfield, and now it's 12 holes okay. instead of nine. We didn't play all 12. We just played the nine. But I'm pretty sure. So, basically, anything over 275 yards, sure. I'm going to get my driver yeah. out. You know, and so there's like. I th- there's like four or five holes where you can hit a driver if you want to. Okay. So, um, but it was like Fairfield's in way better condition than it used to be. Yeah, it's it's a I. It's a nice, it's a nice course. It really is. Like the only thing I would say about Fairfield that I'd like to see is like when we got to the clubhouse, like there really wasn't much options for like snacks and stuff. Right. You know, that's the only like kind of downfall is that 
if they had an expanded space for food, that would be pretty cool. Cause yeah. but what, I mean, what do they even charge now for nine holes? I think him and I got nine holes with a cart for like 37 bucks. Yeah, dude, that's so cheap. Yeah. No, no, sorry. Without a cart, we had to oh. walk. So we had the little pull cart. Yeah. But 37 bucks isn't bad at all. It's 15 bucks, 15 yeah. something a person. 15 a person. Let's yeah, just say. it's Wrong not way. bad. I'm just thinking tax and shit, but yeah. Um, so yeah, but, and it's a nice little course. Like the greens are fast. Yeah. You know, they're, they, they got some, they don't have a lot of like movement to them. Like you do it like, you know, you run into like at the country club and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I was impressed. It was way better than the last time I played. See, out when there. we we were we would go play like plain or spring green, like the cheap courses, mm-hmm. little nine hole courses, and those are for what you pay, just totally adequate yeah. for us. It's not like we're good golfers, right? So, I mean, I don't know who is a good golfer. I don't know. It's like there's I don't know anybody who says they're what. Well, maybe there's a people out there that think they're good, but. There was a guy coming off the fucking course, and he was so pissed. He's like, I can't believe I got bogeys on those last two holes. I'll never get bogeys on those holes. And it's like, dude, you fucking shoot bogey golf. Like, that's good. Yeah, no shit, bro. Yeah. You mean one bogey? <laughs> yeah, he was. it was just like. We get into the double digits at some point. Yeah. I can't putt to save my life. I, I have four par putts. Damn. And I haven't played, I haven't played <laughs> golf in two years. <laughs> I'm happy Gilmore, man. I can, I'll sit up there and I'll just. As long as I can swing full, I'll piss pound a ball. But when it comes to short game or fucking, does it go straight? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like probably like maybe ten years ago, twelve years ago, well, longer than that. It's probably no. It was more like twenty, eighteen years ago. Probably eight, I'll just say eighteen. My kids were old enough that they wanted to. They could walk around with a putter with me. Mm-hmm. But I, I joined a uh, Reedsburg Country Club, and I played, like, four times, five times a week, wow. at least nine holes. And it was just, like, um, what I would do is on my days off, I'd get up super fucking early, and I'd be the first person at the golf course. So I'd go and get in, like, I, I could hit, like, nine holes. If I had, if I was, had a cart, I could get it done in an hour. Yeah. You know, so I'd get out there and play nine holes, and I'd drive home and hang out with my family for the rest of the day. But like I really fucking loved golf so mm. much, and uh, I got super into it. And I shot. Um, I was playing Trapper's Turn one time, and on one of the nines, I shot a thirty-eight. Wow! It was like I was I was like over the fucking moon. I couldn't believe it. I had I had like birdies, and as I had a couple eagle putts. Like I was I could play decent golf Damn, for, you for could, a yeah. while, yeah. But then like then I just like my kids got older, and the fucking clubs just went away. Just yeah. That's what happens. Priorities, right? You got to yeah. just shift it up. I, uh, yeah. But no, Glow Golf is fun. I have to try it. I have to try it to see if they, they got, like, would you, are you going to play this year? I don't know. I should. You should. We can play. Let's can be, a, let's, we, let's put together a team. We can get a foursome. Yeah. Just, just figure it out. Yeah. Are you on it or do you want me to do it? You can do it. Oh fuck. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> well, fuck that. Jesus, yeah, you're putting a lot of pressure on me now. I got to put a reminder in my phone now. I this is like the most exciting. I don't even know what it is. Um, sips and swings, September 9th. It's a Friday really? night, six o'clock start. It's a foursome cost. Bum bum bum. 80 bucks a person. What? You get fed, though, right? 12 holes, three balls, beer and wine tastings, 
food. Yeah. Thirteen hole post party. Uh um three balls. Yeah, they give you three LED balls. That's it? Like Yeah, so if you lose balls, you gotta buy more. Fuck. Well, it's hard to lose we'll balls. We'll talk about there. this a little bit. That that's it's hard to lose balls. I mean Fairfield, like if it, if it's glowing. Yeah. Like there's I, I can think of like two spots where I lost balls when I was playing with Bailey. And it's because I sliced it into the woods and mm-hmm. it was fucking deep. So there is a fact though there's poison ivy at Fairfield. Mm, you know, so if like in the dark, if my ball goes into the fucking shit, You're I've got right. one of those little extender thingies though that you get out of the pond with. Oh, you get so fancy. That would work, right? You if could it's just not di- too deep, yeah. If if you can see it, you just got to dig it out of there. That would work. Both times I've sliced at Fairfield, I dinged a tree and it bounced back. I got lucky. Oh, there you go. Nice. You know I think that, that was hole nine. Is that hole nine or twelve that comes down to the little? Uh, I haven't played uh, 10, 11, 12. Oh, oh, that's ever. right. Maybe it's 12. So nine is where you're on that elevated tee, and then you hit it back towards the clubhouse. Oh, yeah. And and that's nine. Then there's trees all the way down the right side. Yeah. Yeah. I've dinged those trees a couple times. Bailey did that. He fucking hit a dinger. It was So he hits like a, a draw, which is crazy. Like, like I, on purpose? I just think it just happens. Okay. It's, I don't think he tries to do it, but he, he hits it. It's like a natural draw. And so... He fucking peels it, and it's like you can see the flight. It's skirting towards the trees, but it's on its way back. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be so good. And as it's coming down, though, he hit a branch, and it, like, dropped it Uh. straight down to the ground. But it was like it was a really pretty. Like, there's something about seeing a pretty. It's pretty. You see a draw. Someone hit a natural draw. It's like, what the fuck? How did you do that? And he's like, oh. (laughs) You know, he had no idea. But it's cool. It's cool. He's so tall, though. Yeah. So he's almost six foot seven, and he's playing with like a regular size set of clubs. Oh yeah, he's almost. He needs like fucking custom. Oh, he definitely needs custom. I had custom when I'm six four. Mm. I don't have them now. All those ones are gone. But uh, um, but yeah, he definitely needs custom because he's all hunched over. Yeah. You know, and it was funny though because like when he swings, he his left foot, he gets up on his tippy toe, and then he spins it. Yeah. Like like a like a dramatic spin on his tippy toe on his, and I'm like. You got a lot of like action going on there with that left leg. And he's just like, What do you mean? I'm like, Well, you're already tall and you're on your tippy toe with your left foot. I'm like, That's going to make it harder for you. I do the same thing. You do that? Really? I'll have to stand up when we're done and try. You do it right now. I want to see what you got. Let's see this golf swing. Yeah. You got a lot of tippy toe action? And then I end on my right tippy toe. Interesting. See, like, like I, I, my it's heel all in the hips. That's right. It's in the hips. Like my heel moves a little bit on my left foot. Like I lift the heel and turn it a little bit. But I mean, like his foot is like. Yeah, mine goes up too. Yeah. And then I end with my right foot up. Yeah, I end up with my right, my right foot. It's just, I guess, I don't have just as much. I just don't have. It feels like there's less uh, stability, less control. Very possible. Like there's too many fucking moving parts. That's possible. I go for the momentum. Yeah, you want the power. But I'm inconsistent, so right. it doesn't matter. I used to be able to hit so straight, and it's so narrow. Yeah. And I used to hit f- way further and straighter with a five wood than a driver. Really? Yeah. Huh. That was my club. Five wood was it. How far would you hit it? I don't know. Further than I could drive, hit my driver. This was like in my teenage years. Huh. Now I suck either way. I could use the, like, I can bang one out there. Like, if I hit one straight and long, like 270, nice. 280, right around there. But it's like... A lot of times, my I, I drift right. Yeah. I always have a little slice. Yep, I usually have a slice, too. 
Yeah. Going down to Vitense is fun, though. That is fun. When you hook up the screen and you yeah. can, they'll tell you all your distances and yep. shit. Yeah, that's a good time. We did that a couple. We did that last year. That was fun. Who'd you go with? Uh, my dad and two brother-in-laws. Nice. Nice. So. That's nice because I like they bring you your beers and they bring yep. you your food and shit. Yep. And it's just like you don't got to go nowhere. I used to do those. Uh, you ever do the golf simulators? No, I've never done a golf simulator. It's pretty fun. It's like, especially in the wintertime, because you get to wear like your actual, like you yeah. wear your golf clothes. And like if you want to wear your, your cleats, you can't because it's all turf, you know? And you just, you, you rent a stall and it's got like, you got a table and you got a server and uh, um, you pick a course, any course all over the world. And then you putt and you play everything. You just as normal. As normal. But you're hitting into a screen. Right. You know, but it's like it tracks your ball. Yeah, it's fun. It's a pretty good time. I, there was a there was a time when I thought, fuck, we should I wish I should open up a golf simulator place. But then I found out someone in Barry Barty did and like only lasted like six months. Oh yeah. You know, it's like you gotta have like a super hot golf market. And and I think the thing is it's like you got to provide like an experience right. that's like above and beyond what people expect, you know. And it's like then it's worth it because those simulators are not cheap. No, we used to uh, when in my Appleton job, we used to just have we'd open up like mornings for indoor driving range. It was super cheap. We just had you know mats and rubber tees, and then they would just hit into a net. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and people like it, though. Yeah, they, they were totally fine with it because it was cheap. It was, yeah, I don't even remember how much it was. Yeah, like you buy a bucket of balls. Yeah. Yeah, Did was, it was morning, though, so they weren't, like, drinking? Yep, it was all just morning. Okay. So. Yeah. Well, you know, like Balance Rock uh, mm-hmm. Winery, they sell the little coins for the for the Baraboo Country Club driving range. So you go up there, get a couple drinks, and you take your bag down to the driving range and you no, know plunk your. Co- it's fun. It's a good time. You can grab some food and stuff, and you can take it down there and you hang out and hit some balls. And I've never been to the, the Baraboo driving range. It's well, it, they moved it um, to this side of where the Balance Rock is, mm-hmm. um, and that's uh, um, it's pretty nice. I mean, it's it's got like there's not a lot of trees. Obviously, most driving ranges don't have a lot of trees on, um, but it's like it's a little downhill. So I like they've got the markers for distance, but when you're hitting downhill, yeah, it's hard to, you know. But you you get the feeling, you get to hit your clubs and how they feel and all yeah. that stuff. But it's a good time, mm-hmm. and it's just like uh, um, I know a few people that will take their just grab your bag and throw it in the car and then go up there and they it's like you want to hang out and have a little bit of food and hit some balls or go hit some balls and come back and have a drink and have some food and it's it's a nice, nice little combo. Yeah, you know, it's well, like good it's, for them for capitalizing on it. Well, I think what happened was, is, like, because where they're located, like, they may have, like, gotten some of the property from the golf course. Mm. And so the golf course, like, set up this deal where it's, like, you know, that's fine, but we got to put our driving range over yeah. there, you know. So the, so then that's, like, a win-win for both sure. of them, you know. Sure. Now, like, the Four Seasons restaurant doesn't see any of that driving range food, drink money, you know, like maybe they used <laughs> to. But um, I don't think they worry about it. Four Seasons is usually pretty busy. Yeah, I think they do good for dinner, and then I think people just after round drinks go into the bar. A lot of drinks at that bar. Yeah, yeah they got cheap old fashions there. Do they? I think it's like <clears throat> specific nights, it's like three or four bucks. Oh, that's not bad. No, that's like a solid. That's like although, guys, no offense to you guys over there, but inexperienced bartenders, we were oh, had really? uh, we had some dinner thing there, and I ordered a Manhattan, and no one knew how to make it. Really? I was like, okay, do you have any bourbon? 
She goes, um, I'm like, oh, there's bottle makers. Grab the makers. I'm like, do you have any vermouth? And she had to find that. I'm like, okay, great. And I was like walking them through how to make it. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Well, everybody's inexperienced right now. When was this? A couple months ago. Okay. So this year. Yeah. Hmm. Everybody's begging for people, man. I know. It's tough. Just warm bodies. It's tough out there. Give, give, give me a warm body. Bro, fucking, like, I'm losing 50% of my workforce in, like, a, a matter of uh, fucking two weeks. Connor and that high school kid? Uh, and the college kid. Or the college kid, yeah. And the high school kid. Oh, yeah. Three. Three people. So it's going to be what, you, Kelsey, and the old guy? Yeah, and the old guy is just like, he just does maintenance. <laughs> so it's me and Kelsey. And he's the maintenance guy. He's the maintenance guy. So uh, Kelsey's asking me, she's like, well, what do we, what do we got for projects? I'm like, I don't know, a couple retaining walls. She's like, how many? I'm like, mm, maybe five. She's like, what? She's like, that's a lot of retaining wall block. I'm like, I know, I know. We'll figure it out. <clears throat> Get we, that little uh, fucking skid loader thing. Yeah, that's the whole thing. I told her, I said, well, I said, the places we'll be doing it, we can utilize the machine a lot. Can you just, like, put the block on a pallet, drive it right up to your spot, and just yep. even raise it up if you're doing higher things? Yep, yeah, we can just feed it right off the pallet. Yeah. That's Most of the walls are only, like, three feet tall, they're, so they're not super, oh, sure. you know, it's not super big. But it's just it's just a lot of picking up a lot of block, yeah. you know. So, um, but, yeah, we'll have, we'll have the ability. They've got equipment now that will, like, clamp a whole row of block, pick it up, and then set it on top of a wall, and then release it. You know, and then you just adjust them a little bit. Um, they do that with pavers. They'll pick up like a four by four square of pavers. It's like if you take loose pavers, you put them in the pattern that you want them, um, and it'll it'll pick up the whole square, squeeze it, and hold it together, and go and set it where you want it. Interesting. Yeah. So like, there's the technology these days is a, leaning a lot towards a lot more towards like uh, reduced labor on people's bodies. Sure. Um, and that's, and it's like less man, less manpower, um, for just like obvious reasons that like, uh, um, it's really hard work unless people want to do it. But then like now, especially like there's nobody that wants to do it. And so it's like, everybody's leaning like to super lean crews with a lot of equipment. And the hard part I have with businesses like that is that you're, you're so in debt to your equipment. Right. You know, that if something goes wrong, you're fucked. You know, like if you get hurt or or like... Or if the equipment goes down. Sorry, bro. No, you're good. I had that on because someone was out having a, a good time last night and they said they might need a ride home. Oh. Um, but yeah, something so like... Or just like even if the economy downturns, like maybe you lose a couple big clients. Like if you got like $4,000 a month in equipment yeah. p- payments... And all of a sudden, it's like your your income gets cut that month. It's like you're fucked. You know, all of a sudden, you're digging out of your savings and everything else to pay for your equipment. And then if that downturn lasts for a summer, like you're gonna go bankrupt. Yeah. You know how do you how do you keep up with your payments when it's that big? And so, I've always been really leery of getting too deep into the equipment. It's like so that that Vermeer I bought, um, my payments on that are like eight hundred dollars a month. You know, and so it's like that's an extra eight hundred dollars a month I got to pay twelve months out of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm only working seven or eight, you know, max. And so it's like I have to. It's super important. Like, so if I had one of those and I started buying all these attachments that are twenty, thirty thousand dollars a piece, it adds up. Next thing you know, yeah, I got four grand a month of payments, and then if yeah. I had a bad, if I have a bad year, then what? 
Yeah, dude. You know, I do like you, you, you work so hard to build a company up for a number of years to create like a nice nest egg for yourself and some, some cushion and they can all disappear in a heartbeat. And so it's like, I'm a little more, I'd rather run like light and lean, you know, and then just like do what we can to make things as easy as possible, but still like, yeah, it's still going to be hard work, mm-hmm. you know, just try to find a balance there. Cause, but it's like, I know, I know like a buddy of mine has got a tree service. You know who he is. Like his body, like it's hurts bad yeah. all like yeah. a lot. And he's younger than me. And yeah, man. I kind of want to just like use his mill. <laughs> well, you should call him. I'm sure he would. Like, hey, bro, can I rent this from you? No, you can't rent it because it's it's like. Well, I mean, I guess if you could, you could maybe rent it by the hour because it's on location. Like he doesn't move it. Oh, I thought it was portable. I think it is, but he's got it set up in this big fucking Quonset hut thing. Oh. So he's got a like he's got a sweet setup, you know. But it's. Pretty, I don't know. I don't think he takes it anywhere. Gotcha. It's pretty much stationary. Where do you want to melt? Like out of your uncle's place or something or what? Just if there's a tree or something. Like I don't have the capability to load a tree on a 16-foot trailer. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you'd have to. Or get a dump trailer or something. I know a guy who, who uh, has portable mills. Who? Um, his name's Rob. Um, mm, Rob Nelson. Not Rob Nelson. The mayor. Rob, not the mayor. Yeah. Um. I have to think of his last name. He owns um, 24-Hour Fitness mm. right there at the end of, uh, right on Broadway, you know, mm-hmm. next to the laundromat. He owns that. And he's got, like, him and a, a partner of his have, like, five. Oh, interesting. Mills. Yeah, he says they're running, like, year-round. Interesting. Yeah, they'll, like, someone will go, um, like, do a big timber harvest. Yeah. And they'll just, the and it's, like, I don't know if, like, there's a crew that goes with it. Oftentimes, I think there's at least I think one so, guy. yeah. So they just show up to your place and they'll just mill everything for you. Yep. Down the road they go. He said that they're really busy. That's good. Yeah. No, we, uh, yeah, I know people do it as like a business and then you got to pay him. Yeah. To do it. I, I think we would be capable of doing it. But like my dad just now, was it last weekend or two weekends ago? Someone called him and they had a tree that fell down and they didn't want it to go to firewood and asked if he would take it and he said, sure. And it was a walnut tree. In mm-hmm. the woods, so there's not going to be metal in it and shit like that. But, like, it wasn't huge, but if you had a portable mill, it's like we could have just drove up and actually made nice walnut boards. But instead, we had to cut three-foot chunks that he's going to have to mill off his table saw. Right. So he can make boxes and stuff out of it, but you're not going to get an eight-foot board when the thing with the thing. Right. You, yeah, he can make, like, cutting boards yeah, and exactly. shit. You know, yeah. for that, like, some maybe some for furniture, like, with... Like on legs of furniture, yeah, or stuff. accents or something like that. Yeah, but, yeah. So yeah. it was just, I told him like, "Hey, man, you should go invest in one of those, just cause." They're, they're expensive though. I know. How much are they? Well, if you want one that has like a hydraulic lift, so you're not rolling the logs up on it, it's like mm-hmm. thirty grand new. Yeah, thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not an a, investment. It's not a cheap. No, toy. and then no, and if yeah, it, it, that's the thing. It's a toy. If you wanted to spend time and fucking do portable jobs on the weekend or something to try and help pay for it. But right. Well, and that's the thing too. Like I was thinking about it um, to pay, like say you, um, I got a client of mine. He's got a lot of oak trees on his place and a bunch of them are dying. And uh, some of them are really nice and straight. And so when they fall, if he's got like a 16 foot straight length of oak, he's like, I'm just going to roll it down the hill and stack it up. And then I'll pay someone to come out and mill it. And it's just like, well, that's great. But like, what, 
Like, what are you going to do with all your oak lumber? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not like a woodworker, what are you going to do with it? It's like, is the value of that oak lumber, because it's nominal sizes, you know, and so there's no, like, what's the, where's the consistency? What's the value of it just laying there on a pallet? Like, how much does someone pay for something like that? Yeah. Rough sawn oak lumber sitting on a pallet that's been sitting there for five years. Oh, it's dry at least, hopefully. Yeah, it's dry, but it's just like, what it, you know, what's the, what's the value of it? So you pay someone a couple of grand, you know, the saw bring their sawmill out and a couple of dudes, and they spend a weekend or a couple of days cutting up maybe four or five logs. I don't know how long it takes a mill. I don't like, think it, it could, takes could, a mill. I think that would take hours. a couple hours. So, so he might, you know, I, I would imagine from what I've seen, you know, most portable guys charge like a setup fee and then like 100, 120 an hour. Okay. So let's just say he's got a grand into it though. Yeah. So he's got a thousand bucks into it. Yeah. What are you going to do with a grand worth of oak? Right. Yeah. You got a thousand dollars in lumber sitting under a tarp yeah. on your, on your driveway, you know, and it's just like, okay, so, so now what, you know, um, even with that, like with, the, like with you, with your dad, woodworks and shit with walnut slabs, it's like, yeah, well, it's, you know, you're going to use it eventually, mm-hmm. you know, like, or, or our buddy, the tree guy. He's got lots of walnuts. Yeah, slabs. he's got his old shed was full. Yeah, so he's got shitloads of it. But even at even at that point, if you got a whole shed full of walnut slabs, it's like there's like there's value there, but like how much? Yeah, people got to buy it. Yeah, it's, you know. So, and for him, I think it's more just something he likes to do. It's fun, and yeah. he can afford it, and he can write it off because it's part of his business. Right. Da 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 da. You know, um, but it's like for the average Joe, it's like the sawmill is like. That's a that's a hell of a well. You can expense. get a, yeah. You can get non portable ones pretty cheap, and cheap is relative. You know, you can get one that just sets up there, and you know, it's basically sits six inches off the ground, mm-hmm. and you gotta kind of push it for like a couple grand. Really? Yeah. Oh, is it one of the chainsaw ones or a bandsaw one? No, bandsaw one. Okay. But you mean I mean it's it's super basic. And then you got you start getting add ons. Maybe if you want the stops to be hydraulic, or if you want the the bandsaw head to actually be on a chain so you don't have to push it through the log like a chainsaw. Right. Would, it just adds up quick. Yeah. Then but, if you want to have the one that pick, have it pick it up off the ground and shit. Yeah, then you're adding hydraulics to it. And yeah. Again, it adds up so quick. But it's just a matter of value. Like you said, value. And if you're going to use it or not. But Toys. That's the thing. With the, <clears> like this. Well, if you had a if you had a collective of people who are like woodworkers, it just feels like it would make sense. Oh yeah, if you had like a group, you could like everybody pitches yeah. in and buys one, and then they get to have it for a specific yeah. amount of time. Absolutely. You know, you use it when you want. You can use it when you want, or as a group, fucking go run it, and then you have the wood together. Like, right. Yeah. <clears throat> no. Absolutely. I think I think more shit should be done that way. You know, nowadays everybody's got to have their own. Yeah. You know, oh, I don't want to share mine. You know, it's like I got to have it. So it's when I need yeah. it. It's like, well, the fucking thing's going to sit there forever. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about it. I don't have 30 grand or the time. I was like, well, fuck. I would, I would, would, would work more. I'd love, if, if I ever buy a house, I'd love to get a shop. Yeah. Go wood shop. I th- Sam's going to listen to this now. She goes, you don't have time to do that. I'm like, yeah, but I want one. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You get old. Yeah. Got to have something to gotta do. Got to have something to do once those boys are out of the house. Yeah, and then you got to pay for it because, you know, when you get older, you're not going to be working as much. So yeah. You pay for it now. So then, Sam, when you listen to this, think about it. Like, when Kyle's old and retired, you're going to be tired of him bothering <laughs> you all the time. So you're going to need to send him somewhere. Need, need some hobbies. You know, so just like you got a wood shop, just 
Go yeah. make go make us a, a bench, honey. It's like I know like I know five or six people who would work who would probably and my uncle has all that fucking property. Oh yeah. It's like he would take logs being sawn up. Yeah. Cousin would, dad would. Could make it happen. Yeah. Or I could get a pizza oven that can cook pizza in ninety seconds. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, whatever. That's two different things. Why not just have them both? Put True. your pizza oven in your shop. <laughs> uh, dried lumber in a 900-degree oven. No, your shop's a steel pole shed, <laughs> man. You don't keep the dried lumber by the 900-degree oven. You got to heat it anyway. That's true. You know? See, look at this. You could heat your shop with your 900-degree pizza oven. <laughs> it's like, think of, the, think of, the, think of the, the, the possibilities. So many. So many possibilities. All right, brother, I got to go. All right, let's wrap this. Hey, thanks for tuning in this week. Little, yeah, it's about uh, fucking time we got back here. Yeah. It has been a while. It's been a while. You've been sick. I know, and I still have the fucking cough. And my fucking lymph nodes hurt. It. I don't know. Dude, don't bring your fucking sketchy lymph nodes by me. You didn't tell me that when we showed up. Connor has the same thing or had the same thing. Maybe not as bad. He says he's taking vitamin C. It's helping him a lot. Is it? Yeah, the emergency packets. Oh, yeah. So he takes those things. He says he doesn't cough at all. That's good. Yeah. I take vitamin C every fucking day, bitches. I take a multivitamin now. That's good shit. Taking your mushrooms? No. Got to take that mushroom complex for your for your mentals. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Peace, hey, everybody. Until next time. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.